Warning, this show contains mature content and spoilers. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, this is Gillian C., and you're listening to the RPG Show. Listen up. See you in Kobe. Ah, greetings. Care for a story? One of heroes and villains? Of swords and sorcery? Of romance and treachery? We'll pull up a chair and have a listen. Welcome to another episode of the RPG Show. Uh, today's host is me, Nick Gantner, aka Sajo, and I am joined by the ever lovable Kevin Kujowski, aka Kujo. How are you doing, Kevin? Good. Sajo? I thought it was Sajo. Uh, you can say what the fuck you want, man. <laughs> it's 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 variable. It changes. Uh, whatever you want it to be. All right. Depending on who's saying it. Cool. Uh, so what have you been up to since last time uh, we were on the, together? Uh, playing natural doctrine that's basically it <clears throat> the, all right that's the right. game we're doing for the next podcast um i already finished it once i think you finished it twice i'm about i'm like probably a quarter of the way to the second time i just got to uh the mines again the uh the get... serpent mines where the gorians are i'm about to get the golem again oh okay shit that's pretty far is that is about halfway or is that quarter? Uh, I want to say it's like a third. A third, okay. Because I think halfway is when you meet the Undying King. Yeah, so I'm on the way to do that. <clears throat> um, but uh, it's a lot, like like you were saying, it's a lot quicker the second time through. Oh yeah, especially because you know know what the fuck you're doing. Yeah, basically the game's learning curve is the first game. <laughs> like, holy shit. Yeah, the, the second time through, I was, like, fucking flying. I think I finished it half the time, if that. Yeah, because, you're, like like we were talking about before, um, pre-show, was, like, the uh, there's no element of surprise because, like, you know where everything's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And you have, like, your, your play style down pat. You're like, yeah. this is the build I want my characters to have. This is how I'm going to approach every situation. Like, I did this wrong last time I played. I know a better way to do this now, and I'm just going to do it. And it's like, damn. Knock shit out. Yep. I think I think I died one time on my second playthrough because I uh I did something stupid with Zeke or something mm. and he got killed and I'm like, oh, wow, why did I do that? And it was like the like it was like the first uh like I think I, I think what happened was I moved with Jeff and killed the wrong enemy and then uh, they got initiative and they just came over and killed Zeke and I'm like, Oh, whoops. Yeah, if you <laughs> if you don't pay attention Forgot. If you don't pay attention for one tur- like one move, you, like that's how punishing that that game is. It's like mm-hmm. you make one mistake, it's game over. Yep, you gotta start over. All right, uh, well, that's cool. Same um, I, yeah, I was just pretty much doing natural doctrine. Um, and I've been doing some stuff on my Vita at work, and uh, I started up so trying to clear out some of my old PS4 
PS3 games, so I started playing Dead Island again. Hmm. And then I also uh, found a people, a group of people boosting Umbrella Core for the PS4, so I knocked that out in like a week and a half, so that was cool. Um, yeah, up on that, uh, just, it was kind of, I'm kind of just like, I was waiting for you and Travis to kind of get caught up with natural adoption before I jumped into, um, Bisco Elysium. Yeah. That way I wasn't getting too far in and being like, oh, fuck, I don't remember what's going on. Or like, if I like somehow beat it and then, cause apparently it's super story intensive. I didn't want to have to be like two months out and forgetting what the fuck the game was about. Right. Uh, I mean, if since it's so story intensive, maybe I'll take notes for once, but we'll, <laughs> well see. I'll make a I'll make a doc for it so that way you can jot shit down. Okay, all right, that works. <clears throat> all right. Um. Uh, so today's show is going to be about the Final Fantasy VII uh, remake episode Intermission, which is the DLC content that was released for. Final Fantasy VII Remake Integrate, which is the PS5 version of Final Fantasy VII Remake. So... <laughs> I just got what? <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, oh, but before I jump into that, I forgot about this uh, anecdote I meant to uh, tell y'all. Like, this is like, so this happened like four months ago, and I'm only going to bring this up because Brent used to tell stories about shit before the show uh, sometimes. So I finally have something to say, and hopefully some of, some of you will maybe get a laugh out of it. Uh, it'll be super quick. Um, so, uh, are you familiar with, like, uh, like, e-transfer services for money? Like, uh, I think Venmo is what people mostly use or something? Yeah, I see you got Zelle written down, so I, I know. Yeah. Yeah, I, I got uh, both. Because, like, Venmo, like, it's kind of like an offshoot of PayPal, basically. Oh, okay, okay. So I think they're owned by the same company, but, like, you put, like, little notes and, like, and you can pay with credit card, I think, and do a bunch of other things. I think Zelle is just, like, bank account only or something like that. Yeah, so that's my understanding. Yeah, you have to link your bank account to it. But it's not, like, linked to the app. It's, like, connected to your phone number, and but you still have to, like, sign in or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, so, essentially, the story is a friend of mine asked me for a, a loan. Oh, boy. And uh, so I sent him $200 through Zelle. Uh but unfortunately, for some reason, I use a credit union, and my credit union blocks like every transaction. Mm. Uh, for some reason, like I have to call them and say, "Okay, this person is approved." Whereas, like Nicole, when she uses L, she just sends me money. She sends you with fuck money, and her bank's just like whatever. Yeah. So, uh, so as a joke, I wrote in the like the four comments description thing, whatever, like what the money the transfers for. Uh, to my friend, I I wrote it was for anal, and. Uh, <laughs> So, like, I have to call my bank, and, like, this old fucking lady, I can't, like, she must be, like, 60-something. She answers the phone, and she's like, oh, what can I do for you? I'm like, oh, God. Oh, shit. She's going to read this comment. <laughs> so I'm like, uh, explain the situation. I'm like, hey, I have to get my transaction approved. And she's like, okay. And she, like, pulls up the information, and she's like, this is going to David in Tennessee. I'm like, yeah. She's like, it's $200 for... And she just like stops talking and I'm like, yeah, I'm really sorry about that. I wrote that as a joke. It's, it's just, I didn't know I have to call and have somebody look at the transaction history. So I'm really sorry you have to read that. And I was just fucking, I was super embarrassed. And I'm like, she's like, okay, well, it's approved. Have a good day. And I hung up and I just started laughing my ass off. So I was like, God damn it. Like the one time I just I do some stupid shit, like it gets fucking caught out. So... That's that. That's the stupid story I got. <laughs> well, that's a... Good times. 
Yeah, that's what um, I didn't know you could do that with Zell. I knew you could do that with uh, the other one. <clears throat> so I, I I don't use Zell that much because I just don't like taking it out of my bank account, like getting points. So I always use my credit card for everything. And I just pay, that makes sense. Then I, just, then I just pay my credit card off every week or every, basically yeah, every week, every paycheck I just pay it off and um, build my credit up. Okay. Okay. I mean, I only use it to send money to like Nicole, really. So it's just no big deal for me to do my bank account because it's like, whatever. Yep. It feels weird to have like a credit transaction to send my girlfriend money. So. Yeah, I do the same thing. I guess... for rent. Or for. Maybe I should do that in the future, though. <laughs> yeah. Oh well. Uh, so, uh, you ready to talk about this Yuffie-centric DLC? Yeah. I. Uh, I mean. Do you want to do like initial thoughts, or do you want to like just get into uh, get into the meat of it? Uh, I guess we could do like uh, just like a brief like description real quick, and then get into gameplay and stuff and whatever. So, oh yeah, if you're so if you're new to the show, uh, for some reason this is your first episode listening. I don't really recommend it because uh, it's kind of like you're gonna get spoiled out the ass for uh, FF Seven Remake if you haven't played it first off, and also the DLC. But it's I guess we have a spoiler all... warning for a reason. On um, you want to do the Brent episodes first. <laughs> yeah, like the the better ones, the ones where there's actual quality, and it's not just three assholes just being like, okay, I guess we're going to do this now. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we typically do, uh, fuck, I can't even remember, it's like six categories. We got gameplay, um, story, visuals, music slash voice acting, uh, overall experience, and then replayability and extra content. Um, typically we talk a little bit of... Uh, about each category, what uh, the pros and cons were for our, our likes and dislikes that we experienced, uh, kind of what everything is all about, like how the gameplay works, uh, if the visuals are any good or not. Uh, and usually we, at the end uh, of the discussion, score them between one through five. Uh, we do allow half scores because I fucked that up early on because, you know, fuck it. Um, <clears throat> I guess that's about it for the description. So uh, the premise for this DLC is it's just pretty much a Yuffie centric like side story. It covers uh, what she was doing um, during the uh, remake base game. Uh, so when Cloud and the whole party are like fucking doing their whole shit, uh, like blowing up reactors and all that, uh, this is what Yuffie was doing in uh, Midgar during that whole. It's not. Uh, it's not like the whole. Uh time plan for the base game it's like i think maybe just like three chapters four chapters if that because uh like yuffie gets there they've already blown up some reactors yes yeah, um, it's towards the end of the main game yeah um, which is tifa goes to don corneo's like you could see her like making the plan up um and then you kind of go in and infiltrate the uh, shinra hq so it doesn't take that long and it's nice because like in the well they're fleshing out uh yuffie Yuffie, Yuffie, I never know what to say it. Um, they're fleshing her out because in the in the main or the original Final Fantasy VII, she kind of like you just like find her in the woods, uh, and then she doesn't really have much of a like she steals your materia at one point, I guess, but like you don't she that she just appears and this kind of like what I if I remember properly in the original you you had the option of finding her in the woods early, but you get her at Wutai if you don't, I think. Oh, so after she because the, she has that whole subquest or whatever where like she steals all your materia and you have to go like find it and shit. 
So I, th I think if you don't recruit her before, then that's like she does that when you get there, and then you recruit her afterwards. Right. Okay. Yeah. So I always got her in the woods. I don't know. Yeah. Because uh, I always like the secret character thing. Because you know, when you're a kid, that's just fun to find the secrets. <clears throat> um, but yeah, they didn't really explain what she was doing there, and this kind of like goes into it. I I do think though that like doesn't make a lot of sense to me, but we get we can get more than that in the story. Yeah. So. All right. Uh, so I guess the first thing we'll talk about is gameplay. Um, so if you've played remake, this is pretty much remake still. Like it's the same game, obviously, but uh, instead of like your characters like having a niche. It's Yuffie is a one man army essentially. Yeah, she's fucking like, awesome. <laughs> like she can do quilt, uh, uh, like close attacks. She can do range attacks, uh, magic, uh, healing, everything. <laughs> and she's pretty bonkers. Like she even has abilities that are like if an enemy is like halfway across the screen, you like just hit them and they fly towards you. You don't even have to move. It's like wow. Uh, the only I guess. Uh, I wouldn't say it's like so much of a negative because like playing as Yuffie was so much fun. I don't know that playing as Sonon would be more enjoyable, but you can't control Sonon at all. Like you can give him some commands. It's almost like they're like both they're they're one character almost like because when you synergize, like you guys do the moves together anyway. So yeah, and then just get buffed, which is a new that that's a new thing that uh, they introduced into the DLC, which I think might be like a peek into the next game, but. Like when you synergize with Sonon, he does the same moves as you, and then you can do like powered up attacks, uh, Yuffie attacks. So um, once you kind of figure that out, which I didn't really figure that out until hard mode, honestly. Where yeah, you... there was some times where like uh, you could definitely exploit some of the enemy AI, especially if they're by themselves. Like you just synergize and smash square, and your dudes will just like jump up and down on them, and they just get stunned. Like the enemy can't do shit. Yeah. Uh, but then there's sometimes, like, there's, if there's more than one thing happening in the encounter, you can't really safely do that. Right. Uh, but yeah, I definitely didn't do any synergizing, really, unless I was fighting a boss, and even then it was only to, like, the last part of the chapter of, like, chapter two. Yeah, and it, my, that was kind of like, oh. My first run through the game, because you have to play a normal first before you play hard mode, which, and you have to do hard mode to get all the trophies, which both of us have done, um, but I, I usually, like, through the shuriken and then um use the magic on a lot of the bosses and like and then once uh they got stunned you can kind of get close to them and then you know take them out that way but yeah yeah you start with uh the uh assess material right so you can pretty much get everybody's weakness off the bat and she has an ability that's like uh ninjutsu or whatever yeah ninjutsu. and you just you don't even need to equip fucking materia because it's just like, oh, I'll just change to the element that the enemy's weak to and spam, was it square, right? You spam square after you throw your shuriken and yeah. you just cast magic on him. And I'm like, what the hell is this crazy shit? Yeah, which it's like, it's fun to play. Like, I mean, it's so, but then when you have to like go back to play as Cloud and like you have to get used to switching again, which was kind of mm -hmm. difficult. So, because you do have to go to, to get the last trophy, you got to, um, uh, go back to the main game and go back to one of those simulations there. Yeah, because it unlocks Weiss or whatever. Weiss, yeah. Um, uh, what else in battle? Is there, like, you still got Materia, you still got, like, everyone has, like, a, a magic weapon, uh, kind of, like, 
um, balance weapon and then more of an attack weapon, basically. You... Yeah. And then like... there's also a DLC uh, like joke weapon. That's the crit weapon or whatever. It's like a cactuar or some shit. But you have to pay like is it ten or ten or fifteen dollars for that? And it's like no way. Yeah, I did that. <laughs> you did? Oh shit, dude. <laughs> Because it gets you, like, a, yeah, even, like, the moves you get, like, aren't that great. So I was kind of disappointed, but... It's oh, yeah, it gives you another ability. It's, oh, like a crit, it's like a crit weapon. So I'm sure there's, like, some crazy shit you can do with it, because it, like, basically makes you can build it up to be critical, like, 100% all the time, so... Oh, nice. But I never mess with it, either. <laughs> I was like, I did, yeah, it looks cool, it's a cactar. Yeah. Shuriken. But, um... Uh... I mean, depending on how they do, like, a data, if they do any data transfer with the next, like, the part two, and they're like, oh, yeah, if you bought these weapons, they'll carry over, then I guess I will go in and waste money on that shit, but until then... Uh, well, think, look, look what they did with the uh, Butterfinger ones. I got all the stupid Butterfinger bars, and then, like, six months later, it was free DLC. <laughs> yeah. I was like, dang, because those weapons that you get for the DLC, the DLC are, like, really good. Well, my problem is uh, when I, I I did the same thing as you, um, but then I like I didn't get my codes until I was pretty much at like the chapter fucking sixteen. Yeah, where none of this was helpful anymore. And I'm like, you goddamn motherfuckers! I had to like email uh, them for them. Yeah, I remember that. Goddamn. Um, but also, uh, part of weapons is like they all have like a unique ability, which if you use it enough, like it was super easy to get. But like once you use them enough times or a certain way. Like it likes you don't have to have that weapon equipped anymore to use it. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think you get like ten percent proficiency each time you use it, but then like if you do the special requirement, it gives you plus thirty or something, and it could be random shit like make sure your enemy is killed while this ability is active, or like block an attack with this ability, or or oh yeah, she uses it like an evasion ability. It's like evade an attack. It's like okay. Yeah, and you do it. And you're like, oh, okay. easy. Which that Veda attack was super OP once you figure that out. Like I didn't. Oh yeah, sure. You have to use that in hard mode. Like that's how you beat Bahamut. Like you just like wait for him to come at you. Well, the other materia I never used before was um, what's the one that makes you like dodge really far? What's that? Parry. Um. The parry. No, that's like it's like, fuck. I know what you're talking about. It's like perfect dodge or something. No, but parry materia makes you dodge really far too. I thought parry material just let you parry. Like, it gave you a greater block window or something. No, it makes you, like, go way far. That's how I beat uh, Weiss with that parry material. And, like, Yuffie, mm. like, flips way far away. So, like, none of, like, none of Bahamut's, like, fireballs would hit you. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, like... Damn. Yeah, I didn't... Like, I had no idea. Like, I didn't use that in the main game. It's just, And it's the same way. Like, I thought you, like, had to use parry, like, perfect, like, a perfect dodge type thing. But it's, yeah. not, it's not like that at all. Well, but that is also a mechanic that Yuffie gets and nobody else gets. She does have a perfect block. Like, she can deflect attacks and get, like, a free attack in. Yeah. And get, like, a huge boost to her fucking aid. What the it's, fuck? It's, is it? What's... Yeah, she's it's like a yeast game like that at that point where you can block. Yeah. It was but... pretty sweet. Like, I remember finding um, Rama when he, he gets first unlocked and you're doing solo Yuffie. And, like, he does those, uh, like, those sword swipes or whatever. And I start, like, perfect blocking each one of them. I'm like, take this shit, asshole. And then he, like, he still one-shot me with, like, his laser beams. I'm like, you bitch. <laughs> yeah, that's when he did. Well, yeah, when you first do, you're like, am I supposed to fight him yet? He's, like, kicking my ass. Mm -hmm. And then you just He's throw like, your I'm still level 30. What the fuck? Then you throw your shrieking at him, and you're like, oh, I just wind him to death. <laughs> yeah, I learned that a little too late. I tried to actually fight a melee, like an idiot. 
Oh yeah, I fought him a couple times melee. I'm like, this is not gonna work. Like, I probably have to wait till I get to my other character before I do this. So I'm gonna try to just cheese it, and I did. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, like that parry material is freaking awesome because Yuffie just like jumps way far out of the way. Like you know, you know, nice. you normally just dodge away. It, like yeah, it's like a couple feet. Yeah, it's like a double amount of space on that. Just nice. So. So yeah, when you're fighting Bahamut, like you, he never touches you. <clears throat> Damn! Oh, I fucked up on that then, because I should have put that on. Well, oh yeah. well. I think I, I, I mean, I had to watch a couple of videos, like how we're talking about with natural doctrine. The same kind of thing, like for those the hard mode, you gotta figure out your own style. Like, oh yeah, like you can't just like like I like the you watch the videos and they like do that like synergize and take them out in like a minute, and you're like I, I don't know what just happened. <laughs> Yeah, like they don't really explain that. They're just like, they, and they have like tooltips at the top that are like, okay, make sure to synergize when he's staggered. I'm like, I don't have time. I don't know how you're doing this. Like, I can get over there, and he's already been staggered for like three seconds, and yeah. it's like half, it's halfway over. So I'm like, okay, I'm mashing X or square, and it's like only half the stagger bar filled up. Then he's just like, okay, I'm gonna fuck you up now. I'm like, oh, well, the other thing too, it's like learning like not to like I had a like I was too. I was too impatient, like with my button presses, so I like push it too fast, and like I would throw the shriek in, and then like jump to him too fast, and I'm like, God, mm -hmm. I, gotta, I gotta take my time, I gotta like calm down. Yeah. So there's definitely a timing aspect that you have to learn and respect because you'll get fucked. Yeah, you get you can't just button mash. You gotta like take your time and know, and you gotta know which button's the right button to push because if you hit the wrong button, you you know you're messing up. So, I mean. The gameplay on this game was like uh, better than the base game, I think. Like it was oh for sure. It was so fun. Like I had so much fun battling, and the bosses were a great, like good time. And so, <clears throat> well, maybe not so much the first like normal mode, but once you get the hard mode and you have to figure out your own way to beat them, that's when the things get like that to me is one the the fun part about the battle system. Oh yeah, that's the best part about games. Like we were talking about natural doctrine, like actually getting. A challenge and like figuring out your own way to overcome the challenge and it's such a yeah game it's plan. like such a great thing about games that you do that because you can make your own experience yeah and you can go talk to somebody else and be like hey this is what i did and you can say oh cool i didn't know you could do that i, I did this a different way yeah and uh like there's a lot of games that are like uh it kind of boils down to like there's only one like super effective way to play the game and then everybody just kind of figures that out and then everybody plays the game the same way so that's that's boring uh, yeah 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 so these next two games that we played like the, the, or these two games that we, we're about to do podcasts on were um pretty interesting and in gameplay wise like that's like the story like the story in this one isn't the greatest either you know like you get more yeah. character stuff like the character stuff's good but it's like this like the driving um aspect of the story well we'll get to it but yeah it's not yeah it's not very uh uh Hooky. It doesn't driving. Hook. Yeah. <laughs> There's no. It's like, it's a fetch quest, but you don't really. Yeah. Do the fetch quest kind of thing. It's like okay. So what but, else uh, gameplay? There's um, four Condor, which was in the the original Final Fantasy VII. Um, it's kind of like a board game where it's like kind of like paper rock scissors basically with the, uh, with pieces. Right. Yeah. Um. Well, it, so you're talking about the original. Well, I'm talking about this one. 
yeah this one yeah, this one like it gives you more pieces like the original it's it's similar but like you only have like you have like the red you have the blue and the green or whatever it was and like that's pretty much it like you don't really get variety and it was more like uh it's boring like a it was like a bigger screen and it was sl way slower yeah. uh it wasn't as involved and there was um, like but... different characters and stuff like this one was just like a bunch like, yeah like, all the regular mobs from the original game are in it basically and you control them and so it makes it kind of fun um and it, it like it was just the perfect amount i feel like it wasn't too overdone like it you know it's only in the first chapter not both chapters and um they go relatively quickly like once you figure out what you're doing it's not too bad and it's like okay this this is i just i guess to me i wish they would spread it out more it's like all like front loaded like when you first start the game like that's what you do yeah, like you're like 40 minutes in and it's like okay you can do fort condor now and then like you spend an hour and a half doing fort condor or whatever and then it's like all right that's it for fort condor <laughs> yeah and like now you can keep playing the game it's like all right yeah you're like this is yeah so i i, I see why well, like they had to do it that way because like you don't come back to the town or whatever but it's also like it's just like a big like they just dropped this mini game in. They're like, I mean, it's it is a mini game. It's optional, but it's like if you're doing it, it just really kind of takes you out. Cause like, Yuffie's supposed to be there on this mission, and she's like roaming around town, being like, "Hey, like," and she's a bitch. Like you go talk to some people, and they're like, they're not having a good time, and she's like, "Hey, bitch, what's up? I'm kick your ass to Fort Condor," and they're like, "What the? F who the fuck are you? <laughs> yeah. Like, what? Okay, I guess we're playing Fort Condor now." Like they and then she wins, they and she's like, "Ha! And, like, you suck." <laughs> Uh, like, what's her, what's her name, um, from Biggs and Wedge, the other girl, what's her name? Oh, Jessie. Jessie's, like, kind of depressed because she thinks Cloud's in trouble or dead or something. Because that's, like, right, right when he fell to Aerith's, uh, like, church. The right? church, yeah. So they don't know where Cloud is, and she's, like, kind of sad about it. And she's like, what's, I'm gonna kick your ass to Fort Condor. Or I'm... <laughs> and, yeah, like, what the fuck? Um... But yeah, so you play basically all of... You play, was it uh, Wedge in Four Condor as well? Oh yeah, and she's a bitch to him too. Cause it's like he's playing with his cats and he's just having a good time. And she comes over and she's like, Hey, fucking, you just playing with your cats? I'm gonna kick your ass to Four Condor. And Wedge is like, what the fuck? Okay. And then you win and he's like, oh man, I lost. And she's like, yeah, whine about it to your cats, bitch. And then like, peace. Like, okay. <laughs> Like, I guess she's a teenager, but wow. Holy shit. Yeah, you're trying to be, like, well, the thing is, she's supposed to be a ninja, and she's supposed to be, like, blending in with the people, but, like, you, you, like, you look different than a lot of the people, so you... Mm -hmm. Then she's, like, super obnoxious and over the top with everything. Like, she's practically screaming as she's walking down the, yeah, like, the, the stupid streets or whatever, and, like, I'm surprised she didn't get caught, but I guess that's her whole, her whole like, archetype whatever her trope she's kind of like, even so she is kind of anime compared to everyone else. Mm -hmm. yeah like even sonon's like who the fuck is this like like i i don't know if this is gonna be controversial or not whatever but i would have preferred i guess there's a little sport little spoiler story spoiler coming up i would prefer you if he died instead of sonon because i like sonon as a character more yeah he's a pretty good character like uh and like, but I could tell like right away he was going to die because like you meet him and then like maybe like is it like ten minutes later like you get a flashback about his sister and she's dying and I'm like oh there's a death flag this 
Like, I was hoping maybe they'd keep him alive as, like, an NPC that you could interact with later in the story or something. Like, obviously, you're not going to, like, have him in your party. But, like, you'd see him in Wutai or whatever and be like, oh, yeah, cool, callback. I saw him in the DLC. Really die, though, because, like, he got pulled back into that black shit, so maybe he's not technically all... Uh... You know, like, I mean, I don't, I've never played Dirt to Cerberus, so I don't know what, like, uh, the narrow dude's, like, powers are or what his, like, story is. Yeah, me neither. I had um, and, uh, there's, was it the Deep Ground or whatever the fuck? Like, apparently they have, like, a whole big thing, and there's, like, there's, like, actual plot with them, so I don't know if people die when they get stuck in that black shit. I pr presume they're dead when they get stuck in the black shit, because, and he also got, like, stabbed with the chest or whatever, so I assume... He's, like, dead, but you never know. They could yeah. do something with him in the future, I guess. But they make you think he's dead, basically. Yeah, for sure. Um, but, yeah, that's the that's one of the mini-games was uh, Fort Condor. And then after that, there is, like, you had to go find posters, which is another, like, a fetch questy thing. But it does have, like, a little catchy tune to it, so I did kind of enjoy that. Like, when you find them, it has a, plays a little tune for you. Remember what I'm talking about? Yeah, the stupid come on and drink a happy turtle thing or whatever. Yeah, I'm, I'm guessing yeah, it, was, it was all right. It's, it threw me off a little bit. It was like because every time you find one, like you have the radio playing nearby or whatever, and like the song's playing, and it's like do 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 happy turtle. I'm like, okay, it's I got the first. <laughs> I'm like, I got it. Like this is way too much doofy for me. Like I'm too much. I don't really do over the top, excitable, yeah. anime shit. I was like, this is a little bit beyond me give me more like vincent where's the vincent dlc i'll i would rather play that let's do that yeah uh, uh but what else is uh, there for gameplay uh oh there's the, the vr battle mini games where you fight uh the summon but you only fight one summon and then you have like the other ones uh like near the end of the game where you fight like random enemies like a couple ways of enemies and then some bosses and then there's the uh the box destruction thing oh yeah yeah that's for, that's okay it's like yeah hour sync or two hour sync to kind of figure out and that's another one where you gotta figure out the trick to it where you get if you throw the star uh, it takes more a lot of the dance like it has to be like hit the star the streaking has to kind of be spinning and then you can use your move and it'll like break the box instantly like that took me a while to figure that out yeah it felt more uh like stringent with the requirements, uh, or strict, strict with the requirements than the base game version. Because like I think Cloud could leave a bunch of boxes yeah. like untouched and he'd get completion. Like the Yuffie one, you have to be perfect. Well, just the like, last one. Yeah, but still, like that's the hardest one. You gotta be perfect with it. It's like I think I tried that thing like ten times and finally got it. I was like, man, what a pain in the ass. I don't know how many times I did, but I know it was a lot. <laughs> yeah, I was, I, like that was just a, like a rough guess. Like I maybe, but I probably did more. But I was just like, I remember like uh, I spent a while there one morning. I'm like, man, <laughs> I'm getting tired of this. Like I got, I remember one time I had like one box left, and I just didn't time her. Like God dang it! I mean, like, that's like I mean, I, I'm starting to like, I don't know. The more the older I get, maybe like appreciate the challenging stuff more. Like I used to just like be like uh, Travis and just like fuck it and not do it you know and now yeah. i'm like more like no i want to i want to do it like it's like I, I feel like i don't know like better when i do you know go go through it and figure it out and finish it so makes sense yeah is there any other I think, gameplay things um like there's some mild platforming but like not really 
It is? Because, like, you go, uh, well, yeah, like, you have to go up to things and, like, climb on fucking hooks or whatever and jump off them. And, and like, move. You throw your shriek and they, like, break boxes, like, in, like, when you're on that little train thing. Well, yeah, there's that. And, like, you throw the shriek and, like, hit switches and you gotta, like, climb shit that rotates yeah, and stuff. So, cool. like, it's, like, the exploring the environment is a little more involved in this. Like, because then I think the base game, you just pretty much most of the time run in a straight line and maybe climb some ladders every now and then. Yeah. Uh, like, this one has some more like puzzle stuff in it but yeah, so it's like not a couple, like a couple jump flips and stuff when you have to jump over some chasms yeah that's kind of cool but uh i think that's pretty much it yeah i mean you get to explore like uh midgar a little bit uh or re-explore it and well just the slums at least yeah the slummy not all the slums either just the first part of the slums um and you like, I don't know, like the whole town, like that's always taught, like they're always talking type thing. I don't know how, like how I feel about that. I'm kind of like in the middle, like it's okay, but then it's like they're they're just saying the same things over and over again. Yeah, it's well, there's like there's only so much you can do with that. Like they tried to make it lived in, which is cool, but like unless they had like actual like novels written for every character that talks like you're gonna repeat the same thing over and over again right like that's why i like it better when it's just like when you prompt them to do it instead of like mm -hmm. auto prompting like that to me is like it, that's where it gets annoying you're like okay i'm running by this guy and he's like okay be safe out there every time you're like oh, oh um, i know yep <laughs> shut the fuck up thanks <laughs> yeah uh um all right well um yeah you want to get into like the likes and dislikes then yeah yeah all right so uh is anything you liked really i mean like like i was saying i love the gameplay like the battling like everything about that was fun and engaging and entertaining and like the first run through like you kind of play a normal and you don't realize the the depth of it and when you have to play through hard and like you have to figure out all the moves and it's intricate and like you can figure out your own style like to me that was that you know that was perfect it was like fun and challenging um so i loved it i love the game like the the uh battling um okay. i did like for condor uh that was interesting and it didn't overstay its welcome like i could see like if they if they put it in every game i'm gonna get tired of it you know what i mean like don't don't do that like and but I'm, they probably will. It's probably gonna be in every game now. Just like, uh, I mean, maybe because it's like a portable war game thing. Yeah, it's going to be. Um, I don't know. The breaking the boxes, okay. The, uh, one thing I like disliked is uh, towards like well, the second chapter was like kind of boring. Like it was just running, like running through a tunnel. Okay. Because it's like. Oh, I gotta find the materia, and like nothing really happened, so the story was kind of like didn't bring it along. Yeah. So I got kind of bored. Like you're like, oh, we're gonna go fight monsters, and I'm gonna fight more monsters, and oh, I'm gonna find some more, and then you're gonna fight a boss, and then more bosses. It's like yeah. I was like, eh, I guess it's, it was okay. So, but then once you get to the more challenging, like hard mode stuff, that's where it was more fun. But yeah, like when you find that like. uh what was it, like a projection or something whatever that was like that was like that was annoying i hated that fight but, oh yeah that was, that was bullshit 
Like you can't hurt. You can only hurt the projector. Like that's stupid. Like uh, well, look, you gotta you gotta kill the stupid fucking image, and then it like weakens the projector. Like it takes your shield off or whatever, and then you can hurt the projector, but you only have like ten seconds, and then yeah, the shield comes back. The fight like, was like, this stupidly is long. Like dude, yeah, I just gotta get over this. <laughs> like. Uh, you, they drug it up for no reason. It's not like the fight changed after you hit the projector once. It's like, like I already did the fight. Like I've I've, I've killed the boss, and I hurt the projector. That's the fight. But you're like, no, I'm gonna make you do it two or three times, depending on if you've able been able to do enough damage to the projector. Yeah. Like that's dumb. That's dumb. If at least change the monster that comes out right. or something. Yeah. Like whatever. It's, it's just whatever. Like there's definitely some stuff they felt like they added to pad the game out. Like uh, when you're saying like the beginning of chapter two, uh, like they had a similar sequence at the end of chapter one where you're running through like an area. Yeah. But they made it engaging. Like the music changed. Yeah. Uh, as you you came across. What's that? That the sweet jazz I was going through there. Oh yeah, that was, it was some good shit. And like you would come across like uh like uh, events that would happen and it would change. Uh, the, the it would like change the game up a little bit. Like you'd sneak up on some guards, you fight them, and like, and then like later on you get caught, and you like fall down this hole. Yeah. And like, Sonon's like, oh, be quiet as a mouse or whatever, and then Yuffie's dumbass like Fault. sees a mouse and screams. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> and then like wakes up the monster, and it's like, okay, this like change, like it's part of the plot really, but it's not really like it's like silly stuff. Yeah. But it it changed the not samey feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, whereas, like in chapter two, uh, like you get you're in the elevator with Scarlet, and you get she, you get caught, and she locks the door, and like you said, you're just walking through the fucking factory, yeah. And then like you're like you're you're hitting a switch, climbing up to the next level, walking through some more shit, maybe fighting some guys, and then walking up through more shit until you get to the the quote unquote room with the the material in it that you're looking for, but it's not actually, yeah. And it's like oh, then you're fighting Scarlet, like okay, that was great, awesome. Mm-hmm. Exciting. Wonderful. Yeah, they, they didn't have a good plan for that second chapter, I think. Oh, well. But, but yeah. I... Yeah, but that's... Uh, that's sorry? That was basically... Um, yeah, I don't think there's anything else so for me. What about you? Okay. Uh, I'll agree with you. Like, the gameplay was phenomenal. I don't see them, like, carrying this over into part two, because I feel like they want to make every character, like, have that unique playstyle or whatever. They're gonna nerf. They're gonna nerf her somehow. Oh yeah, she's not gonna be able to like do something, and nobody will want to play as her or something because of like I played the DLC and she was fucking godlike. Yeah. And now you like cut her legs off pretty much. Like she can't they, do. Sh I don't know if they even realize it yet. They made her too good. Like I think they're like, oh, this is awesome. This is fun. And then I'm yeah. like, uh, how are we gonna, how are we gonna add her to the cast now? Right. Like is, are they gonna, like are they gonna wait till like the end of part two, like where oh, everyone man. else is already kind of godlike? Everyone else has their own godlike moves, and then then she can like join, and then she's gonna be like then it'll be fine. But if it's like at the beginning yeah. of part two, it's like nope, <laughs> she's gonna be too good. Oh yeah, she, I don't think she'll join you until Wu Tai. Like I think that's the what uh, they'll do. No, I think they. Well, yeah, I don't know. Well, I mean, she kind of so that like at the end of the the story or whatever, she's like in the wilderness by herself, right? So maybe you they'll run into her in some woods, just like as a callback to the original game. Yep. <sighs> but I don't know. We'll find out. Uh, but yeah, either they, they either have to make the other characters actually like more fun to play as, or like they're gonna cut, they're gonna hamstring Yuffie, and it's gonna be unfortunate. But yep. Yeah, I guess we'll see. Um, 
yeah, uh, as for like disliking things, uh, oh, I got, I got another thing I want to kind of. Okay, yeah. So, what do you, what do you think of Sonon's AI? I thought it was really good. Like he, he drew the aggro from you, pretty decently, and he like helped heal you too if you had like the right materia on. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. I thought like it was fine. I thought like most games like they're more of a hindrance, but he definitely takes one for the team for you. I think that's because they they probably designed him specifically that way. Whereas like in the base game, because you could control the other characters, okay. uh, they didn't do that. Uh, and like normally in the base game, whoever you're controlling takes all the aggro. So I feel like that's why they gave him some like actual moves that did something yeah. instead of like just having characters that are just like sitting there. Like maybe like swinging at an enemy a couple times, like he was whipping some ass and stuff. So <laughs> yeah. they probably they probably took the base game and like improved stuff uh, for this DLC that hopefully they carry on into the next game. Yeah, like that, that'd be ideal. Because like they got, I think they'll probably like you have to earn synergy with someone. Like it's gonna be like a carrot, I bet. You know, like if you. Oh, I could see that. Because I, I don't think they can just give it to you right away. It's like you got to, like, build it up with them, maybe. I don't know. Maybe they... I don't, who knows? It's speculation. But that, uh, that's what I would probably do. Like, you know, because Yuffie and so or Sonon were both, like, you know, training together and stuff. So that makes sense that, like, they would have that ability. And then, you know, you can get, get it with, like, Cloud and Barrett where they're going to do it together. So I don't know. Yeah. I could see them adding some kind of bond system or relationship system in the game to actually facilitate that unfortunately i think that would be something that they would do because that's that's the thing that's all the rage with games having a fucking relationship system yeah so i could see them be okay well we're doing a relationship system now and if you build it up enough you can synergize with your allies in combat or whatever which yeah. i guess it would be like i could see like the logical justification for that but it would suck like i would hate that i guess it depends how they implement it like it could just be yeah fun. like even like like the guys can do and the girls like all the, like everyone can do and they have their own scenes and like you can get some like added story for it that that would make it worth it to me oh yeah well i mean they do have uh like there's fuck i forgot there is a relationship system in the original too depending on the choices you make you get a different date at fucking uh oh yeah gold saucer so i mean that's there's already uh precedence for them having a relationship so, system in the game so something's coming the other yeah, thing I'm, yeah. gonna, I'm kind of ner like worried about or I guess, like, I don't know how or what they're going to do, but, like, Zack has got to be a badass. <laughs> like, how, like, his gameplay. He's got to be, like, flippy and stuff. I don't know. Uh, yeah, he'll definitely be cooler to play, or more fun to play as Cloud. Yeah, because Cloud's kind of, like, slow and, like, heavy, you know? Yeah. And, like... He's more, more of a, a tank kind of character. Because, like, he never used that sword before, and, like... Zack should be trained in that sword, and he should be like able to wield it better than Cloud. Yeah. So that's kind of like what I'm hoping, but you know, there's like so much, like I I, I don't want to hope for too much because I'm gonna be disappointed. <laughs> oh, for sure. Well, yeah, you also gotta think that like Zack is actually a fucking soldier, and Cloud's just a grunt holding the sword. So like, Zack's got the power ups from the Mako infusion, yeah. so that's why he can just flip the sword around like it's a goddamn toothpick. Well, doesn't Cloud like? Do? He's a he was a failure. Like he did, he did get make confused or whatever, and he's got like the Genova shit in him or whatever. Right. But that's I think that's what it is. Like he failed the Mako infusion. That's why he got to be a grunt, 
and then uh, Sephiroth did something with to him with Jenova, like put Jenova cells in him or something, or maybe Hojo did it. Well, I think somebody well, I did. I think it. Hojo experimented more on him. Yeah, yeah. After they got caught, like well, before Zack broke him out. That's right. That's right. So I think, but I think the Zack was already like powered. He was already a soldier by that point, so that's why he could break out and Cloud couldn't. Yeah. Cloud had no training. That's true. So I think that was like, I don't know. Maybe I'm just like rationalizing it in my head, but <laughs> they didn't. They... Cloud also get like uh, pretty much almost bisected by Sephiroth at Niflheim in the reactor. Yeah. Yeah. So he like fucked up too. So maybe he was healing. Yeah. Who knows? Well, I guess we'll we'll find out. <laughs> yeah. So I'm kind of like I am excited about this. Like I do like the the characters, for the most part. Like I, I yeah I. I like all the characters except for Cloud almost. Like maybe Yuffie too. Like I don't like her as much. And whatever the little cat guys uh Cat Saith. Oh yeah, Kate Sith. Fuck that. I'm not I'm not a big fan of him. So I guess I'm half and half. <laughs> yeah. That's like half the cast pretty much. So I do like half I I guess I like half the cast. And Cloud's okay. I just I wish like the whole going like stealing the pers personality and all that stuff like having to go through that again i don't think i'm gonna like that so hopefully they change it up enough okay because i already know like i already know everything yeah so well i mean they've changed up a lot already so i'm sure there's more coming um i guess we're gonna go with the scores yeah yeah uh so what'd you give gameplay i'm gonna give it a four and a half like i loved it like I okay. Said, it got kind of like towards the end, like when you're running through the Shinra building, it got kind of uh, boring. But like the actual playing of the game, for the most, like it was great. Yeah, I I agree with you there. I'll give it a four and a half too, because like uh, it's just, I had more fun playing this short DLC than the main game. Like not like I didn't have fun playing the main game, but like this was like on another level. Like they definitely took the system and made it better. So that was phenomenal. Yeah, they definitely um, figured out what worked. Yeah. Um, and like you said, it, it kind of got slow and like walking through some hallways kind of shit they, like, with nothing going on. Uh, but it is what it is. Uh, so I guess it's time for our first musical break. Um, as is tradition now, it is going to be something that uh, Brent might have picked. Uh, typically, we do the main theme. Um, so this is Yuffie's DLC, and we'll do Yuffie's theme. Yeah, I don't know right? if there was like a main theme to it. There's like two different uh, songs that are opening songs. So it's like, I, they're both, I think, the main theme. Right? There's like... Okay. If you look at the the list, of, like, there's Yuffie's theme, and there's like the theme that she that plays before like they show her, you know? I don't know. So I just picked Yuffie's theme because I liked it better. <laughs>
All right, so that was Yuki's thing. Not too bad, I guess. If you're into that shit. You what? I said that song's not too bad if you're into that shit. Oh, you didn't like it? Uh, I mean, it was okay. Like, uh, like I thought the I guess I'll, I'll touch on this more in music, but I thought the the soundtrack was like way too epic for its own good. Like, I didn't find a lot of it was catchy. Okay. Uh, but like it was, it's like it's good. Like it's not bad quality music. It's just, uh, like I probably wouldn't listen to it after I'm done playing the game, kind of thing. Right. Like I, like I, like a lot of the original Final Fantasy VII songs, like had a like a, a melody that was pretty uh, catchy, and they did away with all that. I think in these games for a more like orchestral, like epic sounding uh songs that lasted longer um which is like it's cool for like when you're playing the game and it does add ambiance yeah uh but like uh, like for listening afterwards or like even just having it stuck in your head like it, it just didn't happen for me unfortunately so i mean i guess we can just do music now we'll skip we'll skip story and do music then cool. first <laughs> since we're talking about it uh so I mean, do you, do you have like a similar opinion? Do you feel different about it? Because like I don't remember, uh, like there was like two or three songs I think from the uh, the base game that really really got caught in my head. Um, but in this one, like there was nothing that I left like I was done playing the game, being like, oh man, that song is in my head. It's it's catchy. Like, but again, like none of it's bad. Like it's not bad music. It just wasn't catchy for me. Um. So I I. Music to me is different than it is to you. Like I don't, I don't, I never listen to the music after I play the game. But um, I did enjoy like the how they mixed it up, um, and they did it like specific to the areas you're in. So I like I mean I think they do that all the games, but I, was, I thought I thought they did a good job of like doing that for this game. And there's some stuff that I really liked. Like I don't know, like the Happy Turtle things like got stuck in my head so i okay i did like that and i did um there's like the guitar riff like from the song i picked uh like that guitar riff like i really like that when you're fighting those goons but um i i nothing really ever sticks with me but like when i listen to it like separately just for the show like i thought a lot of stuff sounded really good okay so I really enjoyed the music when I was just back to listening to it, but uh, it is Yumatsu. Like, I don't know if Yumatsu like approved the songs. Like, I don't know how they did it, but like he's listed it as like the composer. But there's like a lot of other people that are in on it too. It's not like he did everything. Like, yeah, you know, the original Final Fantasy VII. Like he, like uh, he did like most of the like the character themes or like the world themes or like okay. And the Shinra building one was like, of course, his original Shinra building. Or Shinra music, but, um, but they have a, like I listed some names. I haven't. I don't know if he's if you're looking at it or not. But oh yeah, I'm looking at him. Yeah, I don't know any who any of those people are. Uh yeah, me either. So I guess I'll read them off just to you know credit them or whatever. Uh, so like you said, Uematsu uh is listed as like the main composer. So for me, that means like he probably did a lot of the music, but then it was so much that he ha they had like not subcontract but like pretty much subcontract they get these other people in to make some 
tracks too, and he maybe like listened at, to them, but and and had like ultimate say, like whether or not they got in. Right. And he's like, uh, well, this could be mixed differently, or I probably would do these instruments differently. And, like send them back, and they reworked it or whatever until he approved them, right. which is what I would assume happened. Uh, but the uh, the other contributing artists are Yoshitaka Suzuki, Shotaro Shima, uh, Masashi Hamauzu, uh, Suyoshi Sakito, and A5 Assembler, which I presume is actually pronounced Assembler. Yeah. Which may be like a group. Uh, it's kind of an odd name for somebody. Probably like the company name or something. Mm, that makes sense. And they did like the the more. Like the, the happy turtle stuff that kind of oh okay okay so i gotta say like you like the happy turtle shit that stuff annoyed me <laughs> it felt like i was being advertised to by a fake fucking advertisement thing i'm like oh my god so it was so good <laughs> like come on down to the happy turtle get drunk I'm at the happy turtle like, liked it, like to like pl like listen to it by itself mm. i just thought i liked it. i liked it because it felt right for what was going on like it oh yeah definitely so I didn't yeah. feel like it was different. It's not like like you're playing, you know, the first like the original Final Fantasy VII. It was like all like the same kind of music. They didn't have anything like different in it. Yeah, it's kind of like the same sounding stuff, which is good. I just do what you mean. It's good, but like I like how it's like mixed together. Like kind of mixes in with it. Yeah, so I, I see what you mean. So pretty much, you you really enjoyed the fact that uh not only like the visuals added to the immersion but the music uh immersed you more into the game because it felt like a lived-in world yes yes there we go that's that's where i was like I going for that i can see that that makes a lot of sense uh and i would i would definitely agree like taking it uh, removing it from the uh the package uh it's like it's less for that and but when it's together it, uh, it it's the whole thing's improved for having it yes so i could definitely see that so i think that like that's what i liked like they mixed it everything pretty good um like when you're doing that the chase thing that jazz starts going you're like that, what is like what is going on this is not like mm -hmm. this is fun like it, it kind of makes you feel like you're you know jazz is chase music i guess i don't know but it was yeah. it was fun like you're like oh i gotta keep going go on, go on. <laughs> and i do appreciate that they do a thing that uh i don't really see done in games very often uh like the, the first time i ever remember it being done was in the dot hat games is where they have overworld music and you get into combat, and it doesn't change the overall music, but it does. Like you know what I mean? Like it's a, the songs, the same song, but it's slightly different because it, you're in a fight now. Yeah. And then when you're done with the fight, it it like it just seamlessly changes back to the original overall music. And you can, if you're really listening to it, you can definitely tell like you're changing over. But if you're like just playing the game, it feels super natural. Yeah. Uh, like it's like like a seamless transition, and it's uh, I love when games do that. It's phenomenal. Yeah, so that I feel like they really knocked it out of the park with this music, which yeah, for a freaking like there's two discs for a freaking two chapter DLC, like they really put the effort into it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and, like the voice acting was great. Like there wasn't like it wasn't it wasn't like last story voice acting. <laughs> oh God, no! Like it was professional and it was like directed and there's emotion and it. I mean. I think the music voice acting is a five. Like it was perfect. Like I, okay, I didn't have anything that like I hated or like was annoying to me. I mean, yeah, Yuffie can be annoying, but I think that's her character, not like her voice actor. You know? Oh yeah. Like that was the direction yeah. they wanted. Like that is intentional. 
It wasn't like anything yeah. intentionally bad, like unintentionally bad stuff that I could think of. Well, yeah, that's like that's been her whole character type for the whole franchise. So, or like, I guess it's a, it's a franchise, right? Because there's like it's not just Final Fantasy VII, the yeah. game. It's like the Advent Children and Dirt of Cerberus and yeah. uh, how's the fucking PSP one with Zach? I don't fucking know. I never played that one. Oh, you missed out on that one, dude. That's why I love Zach so much. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, what the hell's it called, though? Crisis Core. Crisis Core. Yeah, Crisis Core. Like, that, like... And I played it, too, when I was, like, like you know, younger, but... Mm-hmm. it's He's pretty cheesy, but I like I like cheesy people. Like, he's, like, honest, an honest person, you know? Like, oh, yeah. Like, his emotions on his sleeve, like, he's that kind of guy, and that's how I... Like, I related to him. So, I like... Like, Zach's my favorite video game character i would say okay so uh, when i was like you know i always like was interested in him playing the original game because there's like you get little pieces of him you know and it was like that's a big like shock or like you know when you first play the game you don't realize like cloud is just zach and like when you first play you like think cloud's a badass but it's really zach is the badass right yeah so it's just and it's called doing like a bad impersonation too yeah and it's like yeah you're like well, you're a soldier but then you, you see things you're like but i thought you're a soldier but then you're like you realize later like he's not and that makes then it makes more sense like why mm-hmm. like if he's so like such a good um mercenary like why is he having trouble with this like you know uh boss or like this like machine like you feel like he should be better than you know what i mean and that explains it yeah but um, when you play Crisis Core, you kind of see how all that happened too. I mean, there's some BS in that game too, but like the characterization of Zack, I thought was really good, and like that. Okay. That kind of like made it like. I mean, that was that was one of my favorite games I've ever played, and Sweet. the ending was like. Spoilers: He dies, <laughs> like, but you knew that was happening, but you know, oh, yeah, <laughs> like, you can literally like like at the end of that game. You can just keep like if if you like um, increase your stats. What about like the, the scene where like you get attacked by all the uh, the infantry dudes or whatever, right? Like they just keep coming. Right, they'll just keep coming infinitely. So they'll keep coming until literally you're too tired to keep pushing the buttons. If, wow. If you get good enough at that game, yeah. So like you're like I don't want him to die. Like I'll just keep going, but you you can go for like hours and and he'll still like they'll keep sending Shinra soldiers. <laughs> And then you find, and then he'll finally die. But Damn. then you finally just gotta give it up. I think I, I, I went for like an hour, just like, no, I don't want to happen. Oh shit! <laughs> and it's like, yeah, well, yeah, like I got super emotional. Like I, I mean, that's one of the first times I got like a really emotional about a, a video game. Like it, okay, the, it was like the character. So I don't know. Uh, I would highly recommend playing that. Maybe we could do it for the show or something. But yeah, maybe. It's just like on PSP Hell, like it's such a fuck, it's such such a pain in the ass to get to play that game. Oh yeah, you'd think they would have ported it by now or something, or remade it or something. Right. But so who knows? They work in mysterious ways. Um. So you gave okay. So you gave Music Voice Acting a five. Uh. I mean, I'm kind of right there with you. Like I felt like it was really good, like in the game. Uh. But I also like to listen to music outside the game too sometimes um so i will give this a four and a half because uh, the voice acting was superb uh, like the music in the game is great but i think removed from it it's not as good uh which kind of hurts it for me a little bit but it's still like really really good 
Um, I, so I guess we will skip back to visuals since we're jumping around this fucking layout now format. Oh, we'll just uh, okay. Yeah, we'll just do the story after the next music break, and then okay. do another music break, and we'll we'll get back to the regularly scheduled program after that. So, uh, so uh, yeah, visuals. Um, I wrote here uh, looks delicious as to be expected because it's like it's fucking good. Like it looks fantastic. The oh, I don't I don't know that there's any like better looking game. There is not. Out. At the moment, especially if you played on PS5, like, I guess you can only play this on PS5. So yeah, this is only PS5. So unless you have like it, a shitty TV or something, like it looks fantastic. Like it doesn't, it doesn't look like you're playing a game. Like if no. if, if you went back in time and you showed this to like your ten year old self, you would like shit your pants. <laughs> oh yeah, you're like those are the because like you me- I remember like Final Fantasy Ten graphics. You're like, oh my god, have you seen the Final Fantasy? 10? Like they look like real people. Like this is like you're like playing a movie, like you're playing oh, for like, sure. You're playing an anime basically. Like it's better. It looks better than an anime, like drawing. Yeah. Like it is amazing. And everything's seamless. Like there's no load times. It's, it's like, uh, like the and the, and the like the cutscenes are done like in game. So it's not like a CGI video like VMF or whatever. Yeah. It's, uh, like, it's like it's just like it, like everything. Everything like you you go from like cutscene directly into gameplay and uh, I I think I remember playing on the PS4 there were some issues with like texture popping yeah or uh, like not... when you first yeah when you first like go into a level it might be like yeah there's no, like there's no textures or anything it's just like flat yeah it takes like ten seconds for things to load in but not on this not on the PS5 it's fucking yeah. phenomenal it is wonderful if you uh, if this I would probably say this is a reason to buy a PS5 just to play this game and the DLC. If you haven't played it originally already on the PS4, uh, like this is, uh, like it's a system seller essentially. Like it's it's the best game on the PS5. Yeah, if you haven't played it on PS4, if you waited till now, like you, I mean, I mean, honestly, like the like I can't remember how like I remember like a little bit of issues in PS4, but like it still looked amazing on PS4. Mm-hmm. Like this, but like on PS Five, it's just I, I can't think like of negative. I think there's it. more particles and stuff too. Like, uh, like everything just looked better. Like shit's flashier. Like, so the only thing I don't like about this, and like it's my only like uh, dislike, and it's just like it's a nitpicky thing, is that sometimes when like you're doing things in combat, it's just too over the top which i think was also my uh complaint in the original like base game like sometimes you're doing attacks and like there's so much like shit going on you can't really see what's happening yeah but it's like that happens so rarely it's and it doesn't really last it lasts like maybe two three seconds uh so it's not like a a big deal uh but just sometimes like uh like when the people games like this get like lavishly like over the top with their special effects uh, like they start obscuring the vision of the player, and it's just like, eh, I'd rather be able to see what I'm doing than look at sparkly things. But uh, like, it still look like it looks fucking great. Yeah. Even when I can't see what the fuck I'm doing, it looks great. So. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'll give this a five. Like, it's, it's great. Yep, five is my like. I can't, I can't think of anything that would get a better score than that. like what other game no. is there that's that looks this good. There is. Like Demon Souls looks good, but it's not like it's not this good. Like it looks. Tales for Arise looks pretty good. I wonder if that's gonna be just as good. Ooh, 
Yeah, I played the demo and it does look fucking phenomenal. But yeah. however, look at the pictures and like the I got like Game Informer or something. I was like, oh man, that looks amazing. So like, it's definitely not gonna be as good visually as this because it's not uh, seamless with combat and stuff. So uh, okay. Uh, it's also, mm, like it's it's the same as this game where like every area is confined. But with this game, at least from what I saw in the demo, like it's uh, they do like old school JRPG shit that's 3D stuff. Like you're in a zone and it's surrounded by mountains, so you can't really see anything because there's nothing to see because there's mountains. Whereas like in this, you enter a factory and you see the whole fucking factory floor. Like you can see the wall. two miles. Yeah, yeah it's like the, every, and everything is loaded in and it's very detailed looking. Uh, so uh, going and putting the saucer like when you're in the one of those like saucer levels of uh, Midgar, and you can like look down, and you can see like the whole city. Yeah, like that's amazing. It is. They did a fantastic job. Yeah. Okay. Uh. Well, uh, time for the second musical break. Um. This one is my pick. Uh. It is the Phase One fight against Scarlet in her Magitek armor. Uh. And in, as far. As I remember, it is uh, like a, a rendition of the old old boss theme from the original game, uh, which is uh, it's those who those who fight further. Uh, and this one's called the Crimson Mare Phase One.
Um, so story time, I guess, since we're coming out of order. Um, <laughs> the plot is like like I mentioned earlier, it's kind of like just a fetch quest. It's the weakest that part you're. Of the game. Yeah. Uh, so I wrote on these notes: Yuffie comes to Materia. Yuffie boss around all the subordinate. Yuffie chase Avalanche guy with fake IDs. Yuffie take train to Shinra HQ. Yuffie get caught <laughs> by Scarlet in the elevator. Yuffie fight Scarlet and win. And it's like that's pretty much it. Like every, the whole game is about Yuffie, uh, as it should be, like the DLC or whatever. Uh, and she never stops letting you know that she's the main fucking character, and it's all about her. Uh, so essentially, she gets like assigned a mission from Mutai HQ or whatever to come to Midgard because they heard some rumors that there's like this big uh, end-all, be-all material that's being produced in Shinra's materia research area. Like, okay, um, what's the? They have no plan. No, they're, yeah, they're just like go still in materia. Like, and like they said, that's what took me out of the the immersion. It's like you're not gonna just send one of your best agents to Shinra HQ. To work with Avalanche and not have a plan how to infiltrate the building and actually know what you're going for. Like, you're just going for this mythological ultimate materia. Like, you're just going to, yeah. like, send your best, one of your best assets for something that could be just a trap. And, like, sound, it sounds to me just like a trap. Like, someone just floated that information out so they can, you know, take out some of your agents or whatever. But Definitely. Like to... Yeah, like, there's no realistic way. Like, they have no evidence that there's any materia. And they haven't made any plans to like get them inside the Shinra HQ. They don't even know where fuck Shinra HQ is. You have to like figure that out. Uh like you work with a terrorist organization who's known to be unreliable and you've had differences in the past apparently because they're they... unreliable because you need those IDs and they don't even have those damn IDs ready for you. You have to like fucking no. chase after someone to get the IDs. Like it's yeah. a shit like it's a literally shit like if this was like an actual planned mission, it's a shit show. Like <laughs> it's like no wonder why they lost the war. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. You lost the war because you guys just like fucking free ball every like like, no plan. We're just gonna you know, what's it called when you free ball it? Uh, wing it. Wing it. Oh man, yeah, it was uh, oh, it's it's something else. Like, uh, yeah. So like, you kind of show up and you're supposed to meet up with Avalanche people in Sector Seven slums and you find them. Oh, also, and... speaking of Avalanche, like. Was that part of the main game? Like, was there a split? Like, were they the Splinter Cell? I can't remember. Was that was that mentioned? It's, I think I, you know, I don't recall either. I think it's possible, uh, but I don't know that they ever harped on it. Like, uh, even in the base game, they don't mention it for this. Are, are, were those all new characters? They don't show up in the base game, right? Correct. Yeah, they're all new people. I know for sure. Fucking Billy Bob doesn't. Like, no. <laughs> are you kidding me, Billy Bob? What the? Why? Why is that his name? Yeah. <sighs> that was annoying. Why not? Uh, fuck it. And like, what? They got. What are the point of those characters, anyways? Like, they're, they're so, like, one note. Like, uh, that was. Yeah, they're just there to, uh, like, give you the stuff. They're like the plot pusher things or whatever. You talk to them one time, and that's it. Besides the one yeah. girl you chase, or that one girl you take. What's the one girl you take to get an ID? Like, and then she... uh, yeah, I don't remember her name, but yeah. She gets hit on by those fucking Corneo dudes or whatever. You gotta save her. Which I thought that whole scene was kind of funny. Because, like, Yuffie, like, they, the camera's, like, on Yuffie. And they're, like, talking about her like she's hot shit. And then they talk about the girl who is objectively hotter than Yuffie. Yeah. And Yuffie's like, what the fuck do you mean? I'm hot, too. And they're like, you're, like, you're a little kid. Get the, the fuck out of here. 
<laughs> and I'm like, these guys are sketchy, like fucking pervs, gonna take this girl to like get raped to death or some shit. Uh, and like that's not cool. Uh, but Yuffie's all like, oh man, I that's that sounds like a good time. I want to do that. It's like, come on, Yuffie, just don't make everything about you. Just fucking walk away. Just walk away. Or just beat their ass. Whatever. And yeah, and that's what you do, and it's great. It's good times. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. Uh, like you kind of you get the six seven slums and like miscellaneous stuff happens while you're waiting for this this well, guy to show up with fake IDs. Well, take it back to the beginning though. Like Yuffie's supposed to meet the contact at the meeting point. Oh yeah, that's right. And like he's not there, and he puts like little signs up of of Moogle because he's supposed she's supposed to meet with a Moog. Like to me, if I was her, I'd be like, nope, I'm already out. Like you did not meet at the drop location. Like, some, either something happened to you or you're fucking with me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's just pretty nonchalant about it. She's like, oh, no Moogle here. I guess I better go find him. Like, and he's like, oh, you put. Okay. Like, what? It would have been, like, doesn't make sense to me in the fucking town. It makes more sense to me outside of the town. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, the whole, whole story, like, does not jive with me. Like, it's so, like, annoyingly, like, dumb. Yeah. There's also the fact that, like, all those signs get posted up and they're, like, in abandoned parts of, like, the town that nobody is nobody's going to. And there's, like, wild monsters and shit everywhere. Like, who is doing that? Like, there's no way. That's, like, they, they need, like, an armed guard. Like, it's established that you need an armed guard to leave the town because there's so many monsters there. Yeah. Uh, and then, like, some asshole just went out there and put these stupid Moogle signs up. They're like, oh, go this way. I don't, uh... Like it's definitely a, ga- a very gamified thing that they did, yeah, uh, to incorporate it into the plot. But they didn't do a very good job of it. So I'm, say- I'm yeah. saying, they could have figured out something better, or uh, I don't know. Like that, I just hate that. Like it's just it happens for reasons. Like it's just because to make the game happen, to make the game work, they gotta do it like this. And I, yeah, to me that's like lazy. Like you can figure out a way to make it interesting. There's enough writers that you can figure that shit out. Like it's ha- it's happened before. So, mm. I was disappointed in the story. You can keep going though. Okay. I, just want, I just want to point that out. Like any like any movies or kind of media I watch where if someone's supposed to meet at the point, you meet at the point, or something's fucked up. Yeah. You know what I mean. So maybe I just watch too much TV. Well, no, you're like you're right. It's like uh. It's that stuff where, like, people don't like it stuff when it's too on the nose. And, like, this is too on the nose with the way they did the stupid, like, plot. Like, it's it's like uh, X is supposed to happen. Oh, no, X didn't happen. Move on to Y. Uh-oh, Y is not working out. Move on to Z. And it's not, like, anything, uh, like, engaging happening. It's just, like, the character's reacting to the world, and there's no agency. Uh, like, her, her only agency is, like, oh, well, I guess I gotta keep going. Not, like, making, like you said, informed decisions or being or smart about she, it. She, like, would say that out loud, like, okay, something's not right here. Maybe the guy, something happened, or this, you know, you could, like, at least have her talk it out loud. And yeah. Kind of, like, acknowledge that this is not normal. Like, if you have... If you're trying to partner with uh, an organization to infiltrate, like that, that's what I'm saying. There was no plan at all. It's just like you're supposed. So, to- yeah. I think it sounds like actually, like 
you have a problem with Yuffie as a character because this is her this is her character like it, they establish it the entire time like anytime like even Sonon when they have a plan to save that dude who's running away the avalanche guy yeah he's like okay I'll be I'll be a distraction you go in quietly and like steal the guy away and we'll run away and she's like oh no I got this and it's like fucking loud boisterous oh look at me look at me I'm Yuffie the ninja from Wutai here, here you go and it's like even Sonon, like I felt like Sonon was the audience, yeah. Because like every time he's on screen and Yuffie's doing shit, like I would like put my hand on my head and be like, "I is this fucking happening?" And then Sonon would be like, "I can't believe this is happening." And I'm like, "Exactly." <laughs> so maybe it's uh, it's intentional because they're gonna have it where she redeems herself later on in mm. chapter three, where she goes from a, like a fumbling idiot to you know legit badass. Yeah, yeah, because she's that trope now where she's that uh, I can't remember what it is, but it's the the idiot that just happens into things and happens things like luck just happens their way and things right. just go right luck for them. The but the thing that piss like the but but where it loses me is like, but she's still a badass fighter. Like, yeah, like there's like a disconnect there where it's like she's fumbly, but she's a badass. Like I don't. That yeah, is, she's I, almost a Mary Sue where nothing can go wrong for her. But what does go wrong, she can overcome, though. Yeah. But, like, yeah, it's like, if, if something bad happens for her, it's like, uh, like, stubbing your toe or, or whatever. Yeah. Instead of, like, like, Sonon is, like, an actual person, and the worst thing that happens to him is he just gets fucking, he gets killed. He gets because killed. Yeah. he, like, he tries to save Yuffie. Uh, who, I don't, like, and that whole scene bothered me, because they're, like, they're right at the elevator, and I'm like, why aren't you going in the elevator? Why aren't y'all going in the elevator? Like, <laughs> It's going like, elevator. We're gonna have to kill him here because he can't be in the game because he wasn't in the original game. But no, I know. And like, so like they ki they kill him, quote unquote. They kill the bad guy, and then they just like casually, fucking like stroll into like the elevator control room. Uh, my ass would have been like, all right, we're leaving now. We got to get the fuck out of here. Yeah, like, like you're about to, you're in Shinra headquarters. Like, uh, I don't, uh, like, yeah. yeah. There's no agency for these characters. Like they're in Shinra and they're just like they're walking in the halls. If the fucking, uh, like, the Materia research place, like, they know, Scarlet knows they're there. Like, they're not even giving a shit. Like, Scarlet's, like, talking to them on a fucking, uh, hologram thing, and she's like, I'm gonna run y'all through some tests. Like, nobody gives a fuck, which is a big problem with the plot. Like, yeah. Scarlet didn't report that there's Wutai agents to anybody. She didn't tell Rufus. She didn't tell fucking, uh, God damn it, what's the, the fucking military well, dude's name? That is consistent with her character, because she does whatever the fuck she wants. I know, but it's like, it's kind of like the same thing you were saying before, like Yuffie not noticing, that's not registering that something bad happened, uh, like or like the guy didn't show up and something might be happening. Like, Scarlet did, it, did the same shit. She's like, oh, there's something here, but I, I'll handle this myself. Like, in any actual organization, you yeah. support, you report to your superiors, like, hey, there's this thing happening, this is what I want to do with it? Yeah. Do you... Can you approve this or whatever? Or even if you're like you're just gonna do it anyway, you don't just get like to make those decisions unless you have proven yourself time over time over time that you can make the yeah. right decision. That's how you get promoted. You're not gonna just have someone that just does whatever the fuck they want in that position because they would never yeah. get to that position in life. Exactly. <laughs> so that's where yeah, it's all... where that's where it's like as an older person, like like as a kid that you you don't know that and you, you just believe it. You're like, oh okay, I'll just go along with it. But yeah. like, the older I get, the more I know how the world works. I'm like, that's not how the world works. No. You know, like that would never happen because they would never get to that position. 
I mean, I guess she has a certain level of autonomy because she's like head researcher or whatever. But it's like, but the whole still... like, over the top making the guy your their stool and all that kind of stuff. Like, yeah, no one will put up with that. No, and like it's just like that's more cartoony. Yeah, like, yeah, like, super anime. Are you a serious game or is this a cartoon? I guess that's where it kind of like irks me too. It's like they're trying to play both sides, and it's like that's where it loses. Mm. Like, that's what you mean. Yeah. Like it's it's one it's one thing if it's like okay, I'm gonna suspend all disbelief and none of this makes sense. Like never it's never gonna make sense. Okay, go. But no, it's like no half half the time you gotta it's gotta take it seriously, and the other half it's like a cartoon. I don't. Oh yeah. So. It's definitely <laughs> definitely not the strong suit. Like you said for sure. Uh. Yeah, I'll just kind of skip through the rest of the story because, uh, like, it's pretty much it, it, that's it. Like, you get you chase the uh, like you're looking for fake IDs in the slums. Uh, some you get you get, you get told that the guy that has the uh, IDs got caught and you have to go help him or whatever. Then you chase him down, you fight a boss, you get your IDs, then you go infiltrate Shinra HQ. You get caught immediately. Like they don't even pretend to try to <laughs> like sneak in or like be stealthy. Like there's like it's paparazzi so outside or something. It's such a bad like plot. Like. Did that yeah, they're not good ninja. Like they just like like oh we got some IDs. Let's get in the first elevator we find. And then the like Scarlet walks in and she's like, "Hey, are you guys supposed to be here?" And they're like, "No." <laughs> they don't even do, like disguise themselves. They just like walk no. in the middle of the hallway. Like they, like she's like Yuffie's wearing full on ninja attire, <laughs> like with a fucking shuriken hanging off her back. Sonon's like got his bow staff or whatever like hanging off his back, and they're both in their ninja sh- like shit. And then, like, Everyone like they didn't think like, to get it in suits and like ties and stuff. Like, uh, what? exactly. Like they they would have gotten like their fucking ID cards have them in suits. Like when you see like you see a picture of their fake oh, ID yeah. cards and they they're wearing suits and like you they think Avalanche would have provided this. For them. It's they yeah they walk through the front door and the ninja shit and it's like oh my god okay like they would have been caught on the first camera yeah but uh. Anyway, like, it's, it just go back to what you're saying before. Like, they have no fuck plans. Like, they just like just like, they send Yuffie and they're like, okay, steal the materia, and it's like, oh, all right. Uh, yeah. So they you get caught by Scarlet in the fucking elevator. She locks the door and that's in the way to the uh, research area, and then you have to like find a, an alternate path to get there. You do that, then you get uh, brought into this like little battle, a test arena thing, and you fight off some robots, and then you keep. Like you keep exploring and you get stuck on this another battle arena thing where you have to like make a decision between which enemies you want to fight. Well, yeah. uh, don't they get? Doesn't she get the materia first? But she doesn't get. She doesn't get any special materia. Like there's, it's just some random fucking materia they're working on because uh, you beat up Scarlet and she, and Yuffie's like, "Where's the where's the materia?" And she's like, "Oh yeah, we're, I mean we're working on something, but it's not really like ready yet. Like we don't even really have anything. Uh, so there's nothing to steal." And Yuffie's like, God damn it! What we're told there is like material here. Give lying to me, and but then like, like you, at... just, you just believe her. Like there's there's something. You yeah. just gotta find it. Like, like well, like I think what the thing they're working on is actually like Ultima Weapon because you can see parts of Ultima Weapon as you're going up through the research area, which right. I thought was fucking fucking neat. I was like, oh shit, okay, that's cool. Uh, like you see like the guns and, and like the arms and the head. I'm like, oh shit, this is neat. Yeah. Uh, but like, yeah, you like they don't even comment on that. They're not like you walk through the, like, you walk right by this shit, like this giant robot shit. Yeah, like I would have been like, whoa. Nope, they don't get, they don't say that at all. Yeah, no, they're just like, 
Yeah, and like uh like Sonon, like every time he has like a flashback and he harps on like how they have like all these automated weapons and his sister died trying to protect people and like the Shinra Midgar people are heartless because they just go and slaughter people like with robots or whatever. Yeah. And, like he's walking through all this shit, seeing all this stuff, but, like not not making a comment like, "Oh man, this is worse than we thought." Look yeah, at all this no research. Of, like what they're going through, like, "Oh fuck!" Like it should be like a recon mission to see what Shinra has, and so like they can know how to defend themselves. Yeah, that's that would make that would make more sense than just we're gonna go steal materia. It's like we need yeah. to see what you know. Oh, there's rumblings that they're gonna try to attack us again. We gotta infiltrate them and see what their capabilities are. That would be like, there we go. We just figured out a, a good plot. <laughs> you know, I'm actually thinking about it now. That I, I would wager good money that they're gonna like say that this whole thing was Yuffie like going to somebody being like, "Hey, I think Shona is working on some materia because she's fucking obsessed with materia," and somebody's like. Okay, whatever. Get out of my hair. Do whatever you want. And so she's like, "Okay, we'll send somebody there to help me out." And they're like, "Fucking okay, we'll send someone on there. Whatever. See ya." Like so, like I'm pretty sure they're gonna say something. Like nobody actually had a plan. This was just Yuffie being like, "Oh, I bet there's material there. I'm gonna go get it." Yeah. And that's why it's like it's there's nothing ha there's nothing there. Like <laughs> it's just because Yuffie's like has a fucking hair up her ass, and she's like, "Oh, I'm gonna go do this." And somebody in charge is like, please get the fuck out of here. Thank God. I don't have to deal with you anymore. Hopefully you die. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, so, like, you go through the stupid laboratory. You fight Scarlet uh, in her magic armor. Uh, you beat her up. Um, somebody somebody does something and someone on chases them. I can't remember what that is. Uh, but, yeah, someone on, like, the, or maybe he does, like, Yuffie sends him to go like look somewhere else for the material or something. Um, so you like you split up. Yuffie interrogates Scarlet and then like says something like, "You better go help your friend." Uh, yeah, and Yuffie just like and lets her go. He goes scouts on ahead or something stupid. Oh yeah, yeah. And like Yuffie just lets Scarlet go. Like she doesn't kill her. Doesn't like immobilize her. No, it's just like, see. oh okay, you're free to go now. Yeah. I was like, okay, you go save fucking uh, Sonon from these uh, under deep ground dudes, like soldier dudes or whatever. You get caught in this projector battle VR room. You got to fight your way out. Uh, like Nero shows up, who's like, I guess, like some experimental weapon guy who controls darkness or something. Um, then you like make your way out. You go find this like a. Uh, testing room and you fight Nero and then uh, you you beat him you, you're about to escape uh, he comes back alive and like Sonon like catches on that that's happening and shit like does this thing where he keeps like the whole time he's like seeing Yuffie or seeing his sister his dead sister in Yuffie because I guess they look similar and so he like he sacrifices himself to protect her from dying and tells her to go, like, live on and, like, be, like, say, say or the fuck he says. I don't know. Like, the stupid, like, oh, I'm dying. Take care of yourself. Bullshit. And she, like, leaves and she's sad. Uh, uh, and that's, like, and that's it. Like, the, the end credits, like, she's out in the wilderness on a chocobo. And, like, it was, I was like, okay. And then, um, you see the rest of the crew walking towards, was it Kaim or what? I think it's calm. Calm. 
yeah, that that was kind of neat. Like they all like they're bickering about having to walk all fucking day, or whatever. And I was like, that's kind of funny. Okay. Uh, oh yeah. Oh, and you also see Zach show up to the church, uh, where Eris is at, right. or, or supposed to be at, and he's like, oh, I'm here. And then like there's fucking a bunch of refugees because the the sector seven plate just fell. Like everybody's dying, and it's like he's super awkward because like he's like, I have no idea what the fuck just happened, and Eris not here. What the fuck? Yeah, I don't know, like, what happened in his timeline. Like, because he showed up, but he showed up with Cloud, so things must have happened different with Avalanche, right? Uh, it, I I would assume so, but I guess we'll find out. Yeah. So that's what the draw for me in the new game is, like, Zack stuff. Yeah, see what happens with Zack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I can't, I can't disagree. I'm definitely looking forward to that too because uh, he's a much better protagonist than Cloud would be. Maybe they'll kill Cloud off and have Zack be the main protagonist. That'd be cool. That'd be something nobody would see. Like, keep Aerith alive and him and uh, Aerith get married or whatever. Kill off Zack and Tifa or some shit. That would really piss people off. Or kill off Cloud and Tifa. Yeah. That that won't happen. No, probably not. Somehow he's going to cross over to our t- the other timeline. Something like that. One's gonna degrade, and they save him because it's something stupid like that. Like this yeah. unstable timeline now, and blah blah blah, and they save him from the unstable timeline where he lit, where he lived, somehow. Well, isn't it at the end of uh, the remake? Um, Cloud, uh, he Zach and Cloud survived the the encounter, and he's still carrying Cloud to Midgar, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, he probably leaves. Uh, cloud at somewhere and like to recuperate. Um, so yeah, I mean, it, it'll definitely be interesting to see what the fuck happens. Like, because it's it's definitely the one new plot hook that I'm interested in. Like, I really don't care about the whole fucking spirit ghost things. Uh, like Sephiroth already like knowing what, what, what like how he dies like, and shit. The other thing that was interesting was like showing the ancients and like how that world was. Mm, they get more yeah. of that stuff. Like that's interesting to me too. Like I'm kind of like wondering, like what is an ancient? Like they don't ever like really explain what an ancient is, or what their powers are, or like where they lived or how they died. Like they don't have any of that. No. There's like they're the ancients, and Eris is the Earth is the last. Like yeah, she's one. like a hybrid. But then like her mom's still alive. But right, is that her real mom? Uh no, her mom died. Okay. So that's uh, they were getting experimented on by Hojo or whatever, and like she took wounds when they were escaping, and she died on the street. And oh, uh, that's right, that's right, yeah, yeah. And so her adoptive mom found her and took her home and raised her. But then, like the fucking the Turks, like know where she's at, and they don't kidnap her for some reason. Like I don't understand that whole thing. Like, well, as long but, as she's like in Midgar, they're like she's like effectively like in a big cage, maybe. Maybe, but like Hojo wants to experiment on her, on her still, and they just like they don't take her for whatever reason. Like I don't understand. Like a lot of characters in this in this plot like do weird things for no reason, and I don't really get it. But I get it. I guess I just do it for like their whatever plot convenience they have. But yeah. it is what it is. No story's perfect. Nope, and this one is definitely not. <laughs> so, uh, what would you rate it then? Uh, probably, I'm gonna give like for the DLC it's a two. Okay, and that's like being generous. <laughs> like, 
Like, All right. I could probably rate it a one if I really wanted to, but I mean, the characterization is decent. Like Sonon's good. The character, like the characters that we have established, they they don't like meander outside of their established canon. So at least that's consistent. But other than that, it was pretty weak. Pretty weak. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'll I'll give it a three. Uh, because I thought it was just average. Uh, like I didn't really hate it, but I didn't really like it either. So. Well, I guess, like 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 I said, if they if they could have some kind of better reason for them or a better story for that Shinra building, it would have been more fun. But it's like there just there's no like uh, time is of the essence or like you're just walking through this Shinra building, which they should have been being attacked by all sides or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. No, I definitely agree. I guess it just didn't bother me as much as it bothered you. So. <laughs> I take my Final Fantasy VII very, very critical. I can tell. <laughs> so oh, I, shit. It's like, if they redid Final Fantasy VI, I would be very critical of it. You're like, you gotta be careful with that shit. Oh, yeah, for sure. That's my childhood you're dealing with right there. Uh, well, uh, time for the third musical break. So I think you're doing the last two, correct? Uh, yeah. I, just, I didn't know if you had anything picked, but... Oh no, that's that's fine with me, man. Okay. Um, so my my pick, like I said, I almost I I wanted to do do the turtle doo-wop, but I knew it would be annoying to listen to that whole thing. So I'll probably I might I might just stick it on the end of the podcast. So if you want to listen to it, you can do that. But um, for the outro instead of doing the normal outro. But um, the one I picked was called Lackey Beatdown. Um, I guess I'm. It's like a double song. Like they start off the Lackey beatdown, then it goes into the Happy Turtle Fighting tune, which is like kind of like hard rock. I would say, right? Yeah. So <clears throat> it's a it's probably the most. It's not like anything else in the game. I I don't think it's just so random. So that's why I liked it. But I did like to like the guitar riffs in the beginning of the the Lackey beatdown. That's like what I really liked. Okay. So yeah, here's Lackey Beatdown. Get the happy turtle! 
get Padro, get the happy turtle! So I always get confused as to what the fuck we're talking about. Oh, I should. So, I gotta update that. So uh, overall, uh, overall experience. Um, so uh, Brent used to say this was his expectations versus the reality of the situation. So like, uh, if he had any kind of hype going into the game, or if you he heard like this is the best game ever, or he saw some trailers and was like, oh man, this gets my dick hard. Uh, and then like being either uh expectations met at the end or being disappointed or being pleasantly surprised uh for me it's just kind of like how i feel at the end of it uh how would you say that this is for you like you're how do you rate this uh like i said i had a lot of fun with the gameplay but the story kind of took me out of the immersion so i loved like i, lo I think i i almost want to say i liked it more than the main game because the main game was longer and it took me out of different points where this was like I can you can power through it and be done with it. So Yeah. I definitely I, I think if it was like a whole game, I probably I don't know, if it if the story was this lame the whole game I probably would like lose interest. Um but because it's just like a little side story and 
I don't know. I, I really enjoyed the battling and uh, Four Condor was not bad. Uh, but it was it was good. I liked it. Okay. It's worth. I mean, it's worth whatever you have to pay for it. I mean, they definitely put a lot of time and effort into like those two chapters. Even what it's like ten hours, maybe. Uh yeah, I think I would say if you're going slow, like your first playthrough would maybe be like six hours if you do everything, and then like playing it again on hard mode, like it still unlocks some extra shit. So that's at least another four hours. So ten hours is probably good. Well, yeah, uh, six hours. If you want to do one playthrough, if you want to, if you want to, um, Travis it, it's just probably four or five hours. Oh yeah, uh, I would maybe even just three hours if you really just skip all the bullshit. Which you probably would do. Yeah, you'd be like, I ain't playing Fort Condor shit. He'll do one match and be like, ah, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> He'd probably skip the box thing. He probably wouldn't do... Shit, what was the other uh, minigame? Uh, he probably wouldn't get the summon. He probably wouldn't fight him. Oh, yeah. He'd be like, fuck this. Or he'd come back when he had stone on or whatever. Or he'd forget about it. Yeah. So, I mean... the if at a bare minimum, if you just want to rush through this, which I don't know why you would, like you'd spend twenty dollars to rush through a three-hour experience, which I guess is cheaper than you see in a movie still, yeah, or, or at least comparable. But like, it's you're really doing yourself a disservice by doing that. Uh, you could probably do it like three, three and a half hours. But if you really want to do everything, uh, ten hours is probably a good estimate. Ten to fifteen, depending on how long it takes you to figure out your play. Oh, yeah, and if you're any good at the game, like if you want to do like the hard shit and you suck. It's going to take you a while. Even if you watch videos, it's going to take you a while because you have to really, like you said before, man, you have to really kind of fine tune your own play style. And it's like you're getting out ideas you. like, okay, how do I do that? Okay, now I got to figure out how to do that. Oh, I've now figured out how to do that. Now I can do that. So it probably, yeah, it's 10 to 15. Like if you're really good at these type of games, like, yeah, you'll, you'll be fine. Or if you, if it's part of like, if you play this right after you play Final Fantasy 7, where you're kind of like, you know how to do it. It's still fresh, yeah. Because like I had to remember how to do all of the, all the things still. Like that that took a little while too. Yeah, I think I died like three times against like the first pair of wolves you fight like ten minutes into the game because for some reason they do like half your health per hit, and then they they're relentless. I'm like I don't remember how to play this fucking game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh shit. So, uh, I'm probably gonna just uh, my overall is a four. Like I love the game, but just. The story pissed me off at points, so... Okay, okay. Uh, I would give this a, a four and a half for me, because... Uh, like, I, the story didn't bother me. Like, I would have liked more encounters in, like, the second half. Uh, other, like, chapter two. Uh, when you're, like, exploring the area. Like, more fights, because it was, felt like a lot of just running around. Yeah. For no reason. Uh, like, something that could be more engaged in what's going on. Or at least give me some more play time. Because playing the game is, like, the best part of the game. Like, actually doing the combat... It's it's fucking great. Like it's so fun, um, and they just like they give you like thirty minutes of nothing. It's like why? Why would you do this to me? Yeah, go so, up the stairs and then turn around and go up the stairs again. Yeah, hit a switch, climb on top of the side of this uh, like big fan unit thing. Like oh boy, yeah, this is exciting gameplay. I love it. <laughs> so at least they kept you interested, like when you're doing that chase, because like things kept happening. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, shit. Well, uh, that's that was pretty quick. Uh, I mean, I, I mean, I guess I'll say, uh, I really wasn't expecting too much going into it. I was like, I kind of remembered being super critical of the remake. Um, yeah, we, like we, I we think I liked it. I think we were really but critical we, of the remake, but because of the same reasons. But like I said, it's like 
like the store it's bigger so yeah there's more of it and so you can be more critical like because it's, this is a shorter experience like it's good oh yeah like they don't pad it too much yeah like there is some padding and it's like it sucks but like it's almost inevitable for this kind of shit um but like it's 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 like just the right size with just the right amount of fun uh, uh that i could i, I would pay 20 dollars for another like little story like this like if you give you right. me a little like 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 i said like vincent story or like even just like the naki before he goes and gets kidnapped or something like give me something like a little like what's going on with some of the characters before everybody meets up and i'd pay another 20 bucks like, redo the ending like of uh, crisis core and you play as zach and like kind of experience that or something and like oh yeah like, yeah like improved gameplay with or something with cloud style like like give us a little exact taste like give me a little little taste of what, what's gonna be like that would be freaking uh, yeah that would be the way to go like if they can, yeah like, for sure if they're like oh part two is not gonna be for another year and a half well but in the in six months we'll have the zach dlc you know or something like that would be people would just go ape shit on that <laughs> oh dude they'd make so much money off that shit i don't know why they haven't done that yeah that would be making They'd be making money hand over fist. If they had done Yuffie, if they had done Zach DLC instead of Yuffie DLC, I don't know <laughs> that. I think that a lot of people would have paid scalpers for PS5s uh, more than they already had because I feel like there'd be a lot of people that are like, I gotta get in this. I gotta get on this. This is gonna be great. Yeah, like that's, I would be the same. Like, that would exactly be, like, that's why I thought of it. Like, what would be the thing, like, I would go apeshit on? A Zach DLC where you, like, it mixes the end of crisis cord with the beginning of like whatever happened you know uh at the end of the first the first game like oh my god oh oh yeah man so if you're listening to this square I'm, yeah. I'm telling you this is the, that's the money maker right there I, i'd be all in take all my money like wherever that meme is from uh futurama where he's like just oh yeah i'd be like throwing it at you like just how do I get this game day one, second one, taking vacation day so I can play it for twelve hours? <laughs> right, man. Like that—that's how deep I'll be into it. So. Well, hopefully they're saying some juicy shit for part two or something, and no, we get some. Like, they'll do like the Cat Safe DLC next. Oh God. <laughs> how are they? How do you came up with the the suit and the little Moogle suit, and how they get? How are you design the cat, the android, and all this other crap? You're like. Something like no one wants. No. <laughs> no one cares. It's like, it's they make it like a casino simulator or something. Like, play some slots for two hours. Like, get a jackpot for trophy. Like, fuck you. Yeah. You fuck. This. Yeah. Oh, shit. All right. Uh, so I guess we'll move on to replayability slash extra content. Um, so I see here you wrote, this is all extra content, which I guess is technically right. <laughs> so that, that's what I'm like, this is the only, like the first one where... It's gonna get a good score because it's all like if you're playing the main game, this is extra content. Like if you mm -hmm. were to do the review of Final Fantasy VII now, like this would just be part of it. Yeah. So like when I when I uh, post this episode, it's gonna be a point five. Makes sense. So kind of goes with it. Okay. So to me, it's a five for extra content because it's amazing. All right. Well, that's easy. It's like amazing <laughs> extra content because it's all extra content. Yeah. And even the uh, extra content has a hard mode where it's replayable, for like very replayable. So. Oh yeah, for sure. So, uh, yeah, because like you do new game plus and that unlocks the hard mode. 
uh, and that unlocks even more stuff. Like you said, the base the base game gets an extra fight with Vice. You get um, I think do you, I think you can do the Bahamut fight before you beat the the game the first time, right? The DLC the first time. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that doesn't get changed. Um, but the fight you cost. Yeah. Uh, you also, if you do Fort Condor stuff again, everybody gets put up to rank five difficulty, and they're way harder. Yeah, it's still uh, easy. So that's like another hour. Yeah. Yeah, it's not too bad because you get like the if you've done all the shit first playthrough, you get like a bunch of OP stuff. Yeah, you're just the OP. Yeah. So it's not too bad. You just gotta figure um, out how to like, like, like there's a strategy to like block some of the things so they're not all coming at you, and then you gotta look at what the what their setup is, and then just like counter your setup with like most of the the weaknesses. So. Yeah, like there's still like you have to think about it a little bit. You can't just throw shit on the on the field. Yeah. So. Yep. Um. Yeah, but but that's like pretty much it. Like you don't get any extra story bits or nothing. Uh, like just fights are harder. Uh, so I mean, it was second playthrough on hard, still fun. So I'll give it a five too. Wow, that's your first five for replayability, right? I believe so. <laughs> Crazy. I mean, like you said, it is all extra content. And I hadn't like really thought about it that way because I thought of it as a standalone, but it's not. It's like it's kind of a standalone, but it's not. So. It's so good as replayability. It is. It's a standalone. Yeah, like it's. It's like we like I said, it's more fun than the base base game. So <laughs> it gets it gets five points for that because like I could definitely feel like I would go back and just play this for fun. Uh, right. Like a year from now, just to have like beat some shit up as Yuffie. Yeah, like in the in the zombie apocalypse, you'd probably just pop this in for a couple hours if you had to download it already. Yeah. Or turn it on. I guess. I guess you don't pop things in anymore. No. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna. <laughs> My kids would be like, what do you mean pop things in? What are you popping in? Like what what's what are you that? talking about? What's that mean, pop things in? I'm like, you put the thing you put the disc in the drive. They're like, what's a disc and what's a drive? Right? <laughs> like my Xbox is just all digital. Oh shit. So that's what's coming. Unfortunately. Or maybe fortunately, depending on how you how you look at it. Yeah. Oh well, so uh, last musical break and then we'll wrap things up. Yep, the last one I put, uh, I picked, I figured like we would agree on this, wouldn't you? Like the the runaround, like the jazzy part. Oh yeah, definitely. I had to get that in there somewhere, so I was like, I think we would both agree, like that was a good part of the game. Like, the, I mean, there's four different parts of the jazz music, you know what I mean? Oh yeah. So and it works great because Brent like likes jazz too, or whatever. So it's 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 a good like a uh, kind of catch-all for all of us. Yeah. So this one. Uh, it's just part one, and it has a drum solo in it, so, but, like, if you, like, the game's so, like, like, with the music and engaging at this point, like, you don't even realize, like, how good the music is, and then I listen to it, like, separate, I'm like, oh, man, like, this is really good, so. Yeah, I went and checked the track list when we were looking for songs for this, and I was like, I saw those four run runaround parts, and I'm like, I was like, hold on. I don't remember hearing four different songs during this sequence, right. and then I listened to them, and I'm like, "Wow, it was four different songs!" <laughs> yeah. Holy shit! So, so yeah, this is a uh, runaround part one and drum solo.
Alrighty, so that is it for the show. If you've stuck around this long, thank you so much. Um, the next thing we should be talking about will be natural doctrine. I'm not sure when that'll come out because, uh, as we said before, like I've beaten it, I've done it 100%. Uh, Kudo's pretty much done. He's just got like his second playthrough to finish, and he's like almost halfway done. Uh, on the other hand, uh, as usual, uh, Travis is slacking, so. Uh, he may finish it, he may not. Uh, ideally, we'll probably do the recording in about two weeks or so, I'd say. Just to give him some, some uh, give Travis some time to play a little bit more. It, it, yeah, uh, it really depends on him. If he's like, I'm done and not playing anymore, we might try to do it next week. But if he's, a, if he's, or if we, if he can even get together next week. It just depends on when we can all meet up. Uh, yeah, we kind of have shitty uh, schedules that don't align at all, essentially, so. Yeah, pretty much. It's that's another reason why we don't do a lot of episodes anymore. Because like we'll finish a game and then we'll spend a month trying to coordinate when we can record, and like, it's unfortunate, but it is what it is. And then sometimes Nick will get stung by wasps. <laughs> I know, dude. Fuck that shit. Like I seriously, I got stung like fifteen times. You and me, yeah, you didn't tell me how this happened. So this would be a good. Uh, okay. Anecdote. Oh yeah. So uh, Nicole and I usually go like for a hike every Thursday. And like, it's been like three weeks now. Uh, we went uh, to the same place we usually go, um, but like, she had to take a piss, so she went off trail. And I'm like, I got bored just kind of standing there waiting for her. And I walked up the trail a bit more, and then I like uh, saw like in the between some trees like a bunch of like clothes and shit. So I was like, oh, this is like an old homeless encampment. I'm kind of go scope this out, see what the fuck they were doing over there, because I was just bored and curious. And like, so I started like making my way through the trees. And I guess, like, I stepped on a rotten log, and I didn't realize that there was a wasp nest in there. Because uh, I wasn't looking at my feet. Right. Um, I was, like, looking at the homeless bullshit. And, like, so I'm like, looking at, like, it's like, because, like, if, it's one of those things where it's, like, uh, it's fascinating, but also disgusting to me. Like, because, like, I, I, like, respect nature. And, like, so, like, I'm looking at... The, the remains of a bunch of assholes who, like, I, I understand, like, they're in, like, dire times or whatever, right. but, like, they just, like, like there's a fucking ripped-up mattress with holes in it, like, a, a whole, like, dresser full of, like, clothes just strewn about, like, trash, and I'm like, man, it's, like, one of those things that's, like, let me see how fucked up this is, and then looking at it, I'm like, man, this is really fucked up. This is kind of depressing. And then I, like, I feel a sharp pain in my ankle, and I look down, and there's, like, a bug, like, on my but and I like my brain doesn't recognize that it's a wasp yet, and I like so I brush it away, and then my arm gets a pain in it, and I'm like, oh fuck, I'm about to die. So like I run away, <laughs> and like I'm just like being swarmed by wasps, and I'm like fucking trying to like swat them off me. Uh, and then by this time Nicole's done pissing, and she comes over and she's like freaking out. She's like, oh my god, there's like a whole bunch of them around you. So I just like I take off and start running. Um, and eventually, like, I get far enough away that, like, the few I managed to, like, kill, uh, like, stop, like, there's no, there's no new ones getting me. Yeah. And, uh, like, it's probably the most excruciating pain I've ever felt in my life. Like, I, I got stung by, like, a bee once when I was a kid, uh, but it's been so long, I don't remember, like, how bad that hurt. But this was, like, pretty excruciating, because it was, like, these, these, like, these motherfuckers don't just, like, sting and die or whatever, like, they just keep stinging. And uh, so I got like three stings on my like my left arm, like two on my right arm, and then like like five to eight on each of my like legs. Uh, and so like at first, like it just hurts real bad, and like we're like halfway on the trail, so like we, I still have to walk a long time to get back to the car. 
um and like i'm not really fit <laughs> so we're also like at the bottom of a, a valley almost so like the rest of the way up is nothing but like uphill uh and so like we're uh we climb uphill and i overexert myself because not only am i like i feel like i'm dying because i've got all these wash things on me like but i'm like uh i have no endurance because i don't ever fucking exercise and i'm uh just like trying to get the fuck out of here as fast as i can so then uh like we get to the top of this hill and i like start hyperventilating and then i uh i have to lay down because i'm about to pass out and i don't know if it's like from shock from being stung by the wasps or if i'm just tired it's like it's probably a mix of everything um but, but like i felt really embarrassed because like these people started walking by and then they just like were like talking under their breath and shit and like looking at me make comments and like my face is white nicole's like you're about to, like you look you look like you're about to die i'm like great i feel like i'm about to die oh my god uh, so like eventually like we, we make it out and i make it home and like i rest and like for the day or two after like the the wound sites hurt really bad uh but i was taking like uh my like my migraine medicine and that kind of helped with the pain um and then like that monday uh, i went back to or that sunday night I went, I went to work and like things felt fine like the the sites the thing sites were kind of like uh, itchy a little bit and they were swollen a little bit like in a little red yeah. like they looked like uh mosquito bites or whatever um but like they weren't that like it wasn't that bad and then for some reason like as the week went on this like the swelling like subsided until thursday like it's just something happened in my body where i guess it was just like freaking out because like uh every like uh sting site got worse like uh it, they get swelled up to like the size of like golf balls and they got really really hard Whoa. um and then i got like a big rash on like around each bite or like sting and uh so that was like two weeks ago uh, and like I still have rashes on the around the spots that I got stung, and they if I touch them they itch really bad. So I don't know what the fuck that's all about. So maybe I'm like a little allergic or something to wasp things. I'm not really sure. Don't they have like poison? Yeah. So like I guess your body's got to like filter out the poison and shit. And maybe I just got. You got to drink a lot of water so you can filter out that poison until so you piss a lot of that shit out. Oh, I have been. It's uh, I usually don't drink water. Like I think when I eat, I don't like I'll drink like two sips of whatever I'm drinking. Yeah. But I've been like chugging the fuck out of water, and I've been. Nicole's like, "What are you like? I've never seen you go to the bathroom so much because like I maybe I'll piss like three times a day because I don't really drink liquids. But like I'm up like every hour now just to get like hopefully like flush this shit out of my body because it's been horrible. I do not recommend it to anybody. <laughs> Stay on the trails. Some, like, <laughs> you probably needed some anti venom to kind of like counter oh, that poison that's in you I, mean, I guess it's possible i don't need to do they even make any from wasps like I, I i'm not even i didn't take any of the the dead insects with me so it's not like they could identify which anti-venom they give me anyway well that might be like a you know universal or something uh maybe but i guess there's a bunch of different wasp types though so who knows I, I mean, I don't, I'm not a wasp fucking doc, uh, scientist, so I can't. I can't tell you. Well, I, mean, I guess I can. Sure there's like something for like poison. Like it's got to be like kind of like a poison, like they all have or something like that. Uh, maybe, maybe. Yeah. If I, I'll tell you what, if I get stung by wasps again, I'll go to urgent care and I'll, I'll let you know afterwards what they do. Well, you, hopefully your body <laughs> has a little, a little bit more of immunity at that point. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do that. Nicole, like, does this. Uh, like she has this like shaman group or whatever she she goes and uh, hangs out with sometimes and she told the shaman there about it and she's like that's 
the shaman said something like that's unfortunate that the thing he needed to be doing in life uh, like going off trail or whatever uh like as soon as he did that he got punished for it i'm like exactly that's why i don't leave my fucking house i don't leave the house because shit happens yeah. if i'm in my house nothing happens to me so that's why i like staying in my fucking house well i get it so yeah so that's that um <laughs> yeah but so yeah we'll try to get it in the next couple weeks um and then after that we're going to be doing disco elysium and i don't know if travis picked a game did he pick a game for if what he's gonna do he's like he said he's gonna play tales of arise like immediately oh, but then he said he's not sure to do it for the show like i remember him saying he wanted to do bug fable 2 and then it's like also some other game he wanted to do so who knows we, we probably won't know until we do the review of Disco Elysium and we ask him what the fuck we're game we're playing next. I'm just going to assume it's Tales of Arise. Might as well. Yeah. I mean, I already bought it because I, I buy all the Tales games anyway, but uh, I'll probably play it. And, I mean, I guess what we'll do is we'll just play it. And if he picks it or not, we're like, well, you said we, you were doing this, so we're doing this one, man. Sorry. This is your pick now. Yeah, maybe this might be one you actually finish. I can play it. Oh shit! He'll probably complain about it the whole time though. Well, I mean, he he finished the last two games, so I mean, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Well, he I, so yeah. He's like I understand his philosophy. He's like, I'm not gonna waste my life playing a game if I don't like it. Like I get yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but my thing is like I start whatever I start I finish. I don't know. I can like I agree with both of those philosophies, but I think for him, like we're doing uh like a show about reviewing games, and he's agreed to do it, and then he just like I'm not doing it, so it's kind of like, yeah, uh like that sucks because like we need him for to be able to be on the show to talk about shit, but he, and he's like oh yeah I didn't play the game, it's like uh like and I can't really say too much because I didn't really play Xenoblade Chronicles, like I put twenty hours in it and I really couldn't fucking do it anymore. So I mean, I like I tried. Well, I feel like uh, you can get a, you can have one or two, but it's like you don't want to keep doing it. Like, oh yeah, like there's like the twice, the second or third time this year, right? He's like he just not played a game because he did Exist Archive. He's like I'm not playing that. And then there's Natural Doctrine. Uh, was there another one he did? I felt like there's something else we reviewed together that he wasn't in. But I I don't want to like like be like shit talking Travis. I'm not like I'm not trying to shit talk Travis. I'm just trying to like say like this is stuff something he does <laughs> oh at least he doesn't glen it and pretend he played it <laughs> oh yeah and just be like it was garbage I'm like wow okay <laughs> fuck you you're wrong get the fuck out of here this is, this is the last episode you're, you're gonna be on glen get the fuck out of here oh well uh so i guess we'll wrap it up yeah anything else you want to say um i think for well for disco elysium uh uh, Blaine wants to be on it, so I feel. Um, oh hey, all right. So worst case scenario, if Travis doesn't want to talk about it, we'll just have Blaine on. But he's—I feel like he's been playing it because he's been talking about that more than anything else. Oh yeah, he I mean started. he probably likes it. <laughs> he restarted it. He's like, but he's like, uh, he's like complaining that it's all, or he's like saying it's all like text, but then he's like still playing it. I don't. Yeah, well, I think what he does is like he'll play it like an hour and then go play some platformers and then go back to Disco Elysium and be like, every and then I feel like every time he starts the Disco Elysium up, he's like, he's reminded that it's nothing but text or whatever. Uh, and then he has to go on Discord and be like, God damn it, it's Disco Elysium is nothing but talking. And it's like, okay, you said that already, man. I know, I'm excited about it. 
And he's like, Nick's gonna fucking hate it. I'm like, I read books all the time, dude. What the hell you mean? I don't like reading. I'm like, okay. Yeah. So I don't know. I guess we'll see. Maybe I'll maybe I will hate it, but I highly doubt it. Well, I mean, as high as reviews as it gets, like I don't. You... There's, uh, there's I mean, there's... never say never. Like Xenoblade Chronicles got high reviews, and I fucking hated that. So it's it's definitely possible that I won't like this. That. Like the story is just like I don't know. Uh, I don't want to get into that again. But that game. Well, yeah. Well, this like this Elysium seems more like my speed. It's not like super fucking weeby, uh, like anime right. shit. They it's like a down to earth gritty. They said they establish a premise and they stay within the premise. Yeah, he said it's well. He just like he said is like top tier writing. So like for him to say that, and he's very critical on things. So that means mm -hmm. it, it, to me that tells me it's it's really good. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I haven't downloaded it, so I'll probably start it tonight. Damn it! I have to finish this fucking natural doctrine. Oh, <laughs> one one more trophy to get to pop. <sighs> I know it's the worst thing because you have to beat the game again. Like you get the like one trophy at the, almost at the beginning of playthrough two, and then just like yeah, you get you ain't getting shit until the end of it. Beat it again, bitch. <laughs> don't forget don't forget to keep the ring on Jeff, man. Because if you if you beat the game without that ring on you, you hate yourself. Oh, I'm I'm I might as well just equip it now. Yeah, you might as well. Like, so you don't forget yeah i won't forget all right believe me. okay <laughs> all right uh so we have a discord i know i say this every time but we haven't had anybody new on in a long time so if you are listening and you're new hop on the discord uh depending on what you say people might say a lot back or you could be ignored so it really kind of is uh hit or miss there but I didn't think anytime usually there's new blood, it, that activity goes up a lot. People are trying to get to know everybody and whatever until like two weeks later, that person doesn't show up anymore. So uh, it'd be nice to get some new blood in, uh, but you know, I guess don't feel pressured. But uh, it, it is an option available if you want to talk to people. Um, you can also email us at rpgshow.podcast at gmail.com or check us out on Facebook. Uh, so while I'm reading that, let me see if I got any fucking uh, emails, which I highly doubt, because I always forget this thing exists. <laughs> just I checked the uh, uh, I checked a couple weeks ago or maybe a week ago the uh, um, iTunes and I hadn't seen any reviews on there yet. Okay, okay. Yeah, no, nothing new. Is no big deal. People email anymore besides like junk. No. Yeah. I don't know how. Uh, Brent was getting emails on the other email, but I guess that was a thing. Uh, but sometimes it definitely post isn't on the Twitter when we post a new episode. But I haven't seen that yet in a while either. Oh, okay, okay. Um, we do have an Amazon affiliate link. I'm not sure if people use it or not, but it's it's going to be in the description. Um, if you want to still or give money, take money away from Bezos, give it to us. By all means, use that link because it doesn't add any extra to your purchase. It just takes a little bit away from him and gives it to us. So um, don't forget to also listen to our friends Blaine and James on the Is It Worth It podcast. Um, I do believe also Cujo and Blaine are doing Video Games the Movie pretty regularly, so you can check that out as well. Is it is that posted to this feed? Yeah, it's um, yeah, so yeah, it's on the website or it's on the RPG Show website. It has its own separate feed. Um, oh, okay but uh if but it's also on facebook um i post it on facebook every time we do an episode so it's on there too um but uh i think the next one is captain we're doing captain n 
I don't know if you watched that TV show as a kid. I have no idea what the fuck that is. Okay. And then we're also doing that new Witcher show. Captain N? Like the letter N? Yeah. Uh, oh, this came out when I was born, so that's probably why I didn't watch it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> like when we were kids, so we watched it like Saturday morning shit. I gotcha. Okay. Uh, and then um, we're going to do that new Witcher one on Netflix, which I already watched, and it's pretty good. Oh, fuck yeah. I can't wait for season two this December. It's just going to be fucking great. Well, there's an anime, like a, a Vesemir. Oh, yeah, that's what you mean. The Vesemir thing. Yeah, it's a it's a movie. Mm, okay, it's okay. Like anime, it's like a, a cartoon movie of Vesemir as a, like, like his backstory, basically. How he became nice. a witcher and how he became, like, the leader of all the witchers. So. Okay. Yeah. I'll have to make Nicole watch that with me then. That'd be cool. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's only like an hour and a half, so. Sweet. Yep. All right, well, uh... I guess that's everything, right? Yep. Okay. Well, as always, thanks for listening, everybody. And until next time, bye, everybody. Bye, everyone. Your head will stop you.